episode 395 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and the very lucky Jason Roberts. Lux Surface Area. Lux Surface Area gets you a lot of things. Um, and one of the things it gets you is um, fans who uh, like your products and like your podcast and who do blog posts about your product. And then the blog post gets number one of Hacker News and gets 460 votes and like causes all sorts of uh, traffic to Wait, come to your did site. did it go to number one? It was, I don't know if it was number one, but it was certainly on the front page. I uh, yeah, could say, you know, I think like yeah. seven or something. I maybe went higher. When I remember looking at it, it was like seven. I mean, it was it was front page for sure. So but just the, the setup, like, so Gabe, Gabe Mays um, on the 18th uh, released his blog post, which was essentially, um, it was, it was um, how, how I'm, I'm re- relearning math as an adult. Or yeah, how I'm relearning math as an adult. And it was really... A very, very glowing review of um, Math Academy. Well, so and, much so uh, that one of the, one of the commenters is like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> is, this like, well, no, I, is this like PR PR stunt?" I mean, I mean he was that's like, Come exactly. On. Well, I mean, a very, a very like important commenter. Like, uh, right. well, he's he's one of the me- he's like one of the main guys. Like, the, who's earned the most karma through writing great, great posts. Someone Who from is it? Uh, Do you know? Um, was it Matthias or something like that? I can't remember his okay. name right now. But um, but no, when I saw the post from from Gabriel, I, I, he, cause he posted that he'd sent it in the, in the math Academy channel. And it's weird because it breaks all the rules. It shouldn't have been successful because a, it was like an old post that he sort of reworked and then reposted it again. And B it was, um, I can't think of another word, but like sycophantic, but like, I don't want to say that word sycophantic, but it's, it's just like really huh. No, really, it was sycophantic um, because I mean no, that's when you're sucking up the power. I'm not a source yeah. of power. He yeah. just okay, liked good, it. He's good, like, yeah, good, this is great. It's like someone says, Hey, it's a movie. I like it's a great movie. It's just like really but you but know? you could really see like the thing is Gabe is an internet marketer. Gabe used to work at GoDaddy. Like Gabe totally sort of understands internet marketing and thinks like mm-hmm. an internet marketer and speaks and writes like an internet marketer. So it kind of read like marketing. I mean it it, it just kind of did. Mm. So so that's the reason why um why a couple of people like Oh, this is just like organic in quotes. Oh, this organic post mm. is like mm-hmm. on the front page of Hacker News. But to be honest, it was completely it, it wasn't marketing. It was I mean he, he in a way he was, but it was just very pure. Like it was pure of heart. It wasn't I mean, he has nothing to, to gain out of it. Yeah, he exactly. Has, there's no gain about it. I didn't ask him to write it. I didn't know he was going to write it. I didn't pay him to write it. <laughs> I was like, you know, I wasn't even aware until it was up. But, you know, on the page. I didn't even know about it. But the, the the reason why I was surprised that it did so well is because, like, and it's it sort of makes me rethink Hacker News because like Hacker News is like the most cynical place on the planet, and something hater is gushing news. hater news. like hater news. I mean, something as gushing mm-hmm. as that like always gets like Slammed. slammed down, flag, slap, flag. Do you know what I mean? But this to- this just went all the way. You know, it's it was up on the front page for two days practically. Um, 
and and then ended up in an email in in the Hacker News TLDR email, which goes out to what is it one and a half, two and a half million people or something. I think I heard Sandy. Some I think Sandy said it was supposed to be one and a quarter million. Like she read that on the Discord or something. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So so before this all happened, how many customers did you have? I just like just just going straight for the bottom. Well, I can tell line you that person. I asked Sandy before while I was getting my audio gear together. I said, all right, I need the numbers because Justin's going to ask. All right. So what, what, what numbers did you have before she Gabe? She said, Gabe okay, ballpark. Post. Ballpark, we had about 550 users, okay. customers, 550 customers. Um, our MRR was like 21 in change. Okay. Maybe barely 22, 21. Um, let's call it 22. And uh, now we have 840 customers and 36,000 MRR. So, yeah. Justin's, so how many did mouth, you add? Justin's mouth is a gape right now. In case how many customers did you, you add here? 550. So, 300, uh, 290. 290 customers from one Hacker News post that, that was exactly the kind of post that would never do well on Hacker News. And, and by the way, the standard, the standard knowledge is y- even if you do wisdom. well on Hacker News, you, you, never, you never make a sale. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you do hack and you, you never make a sale. Isn't that what they always say? Like, it's just, oh, it's the hack and use effect. It's a complete waste of time. You know, you're not going to sell anyone. So it just so happens that, like, if you have exactly the right product for the right market, of course, it's it can go all the way. Yeah, I mean, it just, it shows that there's a latent need of of, of people who, who, of adults who want to learn math, who are like, yeah. and I think, well, Hacker News has, has been like that for a long time. Anytime you see some a, an article about, you know, I don't know, a book on linear algebra or something, it gets a lot of attention, that kind of stuff, right? I mean, you have a lot of mathy people or people who would like to know more math or would like to be better at it. You know, it's kind of like math and science fiction and technology. It's all kind of associated. And everybody they like it, but they're just like, man, I wish I knew more of this stuff. Or I did know it, but I forgot it all and I want to know yeah. more. So it's in that vicinity of just general interest. Um, but you know, with the re with the rise, a continued rise of machine learning, and the importance of that, and yeah. people like wanting to understand how transformers work and the underlying mathematics and everything, and and when they look at the any of the papers, they're like, oh shit, like I can't even. I'm like, this is like Japanese or Chinese or Chinese or something. I've, I I I have no idea what the most these symbols mean, right? Or like. I sort of knew what some of those meant like 15, 20 years ago, but I definitely don't know it. And um, so it makes it impenetrable for them. And I think a lot of people get really frustrated. Like they're excited by it, but they're just like, God, this is this is giant door. It's just bolted shut and I can't get through it. And um, I think a lot of them have, like Gabe at different times, tried to maybe pick up a book to try and learn a little math or do this or that. And it just didn't go anywhere. And so this idea that, hey, maybe this could work. This sounds like it's working for this guy. Um, I, but it's, you know, well, I it's not just it. that because people really go by the Hacker News comments. And so as the I was sort of watching the way that the comments emerged as the, as mm-hmm. the time went mm-hmm. on. And of, it, it started really snarky. You know, like people were really down on it. They were like, this is this is probably a bunch of BS. This is like marketing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then pe- but then someone sort of said, oh, well, look, does anyone have experience of this? And then some some math academy people came in and just like yep and there was there, there was very balanced i mean some someone said oh it wasn't great you know it not, didn't work for me other people said it was really great for me these are the reasons why 
And so then it's just sort of started to shape up into much more of a, like a sort of buyer's guide, really, is what it turned into ultimately. It's like, mm. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really, really sort of made you understand, oh, this isn't just, this isn't just BS. There's something pretty cool here. And so I think that also really helped to to change. And I, just for anyone new who's tuning in, um, I just want to be really clear that like, this is a bootstrap project. It's not funded. It's self-funded. What well, I mean, self-funded. Let's, it's not really bootstrapped. It's self-funded uh, by Jason. So um, there's no VC shenanigans going on. You know, this is all just homegrown stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't even really read the comments because I, I can't. Um, yeah. I was talking to Sandy about this. I can't yeah. read comments about stuff like that, even if they're positive. It makes me uh, feel embarrassed. And okay. even when I have, a, I have this weird thing where it's like, um, even when someone will send an email and they'll send, start saying some really nice stuff, I'm like, oh god, I can't even read it. I can't read it. You know, or someone I'll read an article about it. It's like there's so many articles written as I haven't read any of them. I just can't. Hmm. I can't read. Sandy's like, that's really weird. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It just makes me, um, makes me uncomfortable. I mean, it's weird. Like, can you take a compliment or can you take? It's like I don't know. I mean, it it yeah. I don't I don't know what it is. So so. A lot of times, so I basically ignored almost all of it. I didn't follow it on Hacker News. I didn't read the comments. I mean, I glanced at uh, one part because Sandy's like, you know, uh, there's some comments. I think I think we need to respond to them. And I'm like, I got to go to the gym. And she's like, uh, <laughs> you I'm know, like, I'm not missing a damn workout. I don't know. Maybe if you didn't see it, one of our last podcasts, it never skip a workout. Like we don't, I don't miss workouts. And so I she's, mean, Adam Wathen said exactly the same thing to me very recently when um, some aspect of Tailwind was on the front page of Hacker News for half a day. And I was like, look, check it out. And he's like, I can't, I don't want to read it. I don't want to know anything about it. Just let it, let it be, let it happen. And I, th- and I, I, I know why, because like, if you do engage, because I remember the times when you have engaged, uh, like when you did blog, when, when you did how I screwed up my Google acquisition, it was, it was on Hacker News. Like, you kind of get obsessed. So do I, like anyone would, you just get obsessed and just sitting there. And it's just, that's, that's one of the stressful things about just watching on Hacker News. Well, you, you literally lose your damn oh, mind on some I of do. those. I you, do, yeah. you go nuts. Um, <laughs> well, what happened to me, I mean, the Google, the one, the how I screwed up my Google acquisition, which was circa 2010 or something like that. I mean, um, that was an all round. I mean, I was like, it was like nary a negative comment anywhere. So it was all positive. But right. it just did take up all your time, right? Because you get a ton of emails time, yeah. like, hey, man, loved your article. Really, really thanks for sharing the story. You know, it's just nice stuff, right? Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. Really, you know, I mean, it's like, it's nice, but it, it takes up a lot of time. Um, so I'm like, hey, Justin, I've had the gym. Could you like respond to a couple of just, <laughs> And Justin's like, okay, sure, you know. It's his first it, time. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, he's. I think he has responded to maybe one or two. I've, I've, I responded to more of them in, in, the, in the past, but there was some hacker news comments. But it's We're, his first hit HN, right? Yeah, I think. Hit, so. yeah, hit yeah, 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 post, yeah, yeah, like. yeah. So, um, and so I, I remember Sandy. Sandy tells me about it, and she's and I say, All right, I'm just gonna ask Justin because I'm going to get ready to go to the gym. So I go and I get, get changing into my workout gear, and I'm having an energy bar, and she's like, um, he still hasn't responded, and I'm like, Hey, Justin, like. What's a big week? This time is of the essence. You got to respond, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I can't post it." So then he did, because I'm like, "I'm going to Sandy's 
being impatient. <laughs> She's I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going to the gym. It's so, on you, Justin. So come on. And he's but like, of course, he, he he wanted to do like a studied response. So he's like he's like he's the guy who writes books. You tell him you tell him to write an email, and he writes a whole book. So like, you know. well, yeah. I mean, Justin does a really thorough job of anything he does. Yeah, always. He does not half-ass anything. He doesn't even 90% ass. It's 100% ass all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, no, but he, does, he always does a really good job. So um, uh, I, I was just like, look. So I said, you know, I just said, look, yeah, it's time is important. So just don't, you know, have to. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just about done. So he responded to a couple of comments. Um, yeah, I mean, so um, a couple things. I mean, I'll just tell you a little bit about the experience of it. And then I'm going to get a little meta um yeah the it's it's crazy just like that kind of stuff always is right you get a bunch of customers in but unlike the last couple of times when we had an influx of users uh our systems work now <laughs> you are prepared for new users because you learned the previous time so so uh, you know mark uh mark stress tested you <laughs> yeah, well, Ma- Mark, time, right? uh, Mark, uh, he wrote a comment about us, or oh, you know, whatever that was, a year and a half ago or something, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, October twenty-two, I believe it was, and or maybe it was maybe it was August. Anyway, um, yeah, and you know, we just didn't have. I mean, our stuff was just really. Um, well, even back then, you couldn't even sign up. The onboarding wasn't right. You couldn't. No, sign we didn't. Up. No, there we was didn't. No proper it wasn't pathway. That- it's not that yeah. it wasn't right. It didn't exist. So he, he launched no you before sh- you were ready. He launched you. There you go. Yeah. I mean, again, it was fine. You know, so it's one of those things. Um, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> it, was, it, was gra- it was great. They're so he- impatient with you. Like, they're like, dude, Mark's like, okay, dude, fuck this. I'm launching you. And Gabe's like, okay, dude, look, I'm going to market you. <laughs> well, I mean, they're like, it's like this. It's like you and a bunch of buddies go to the pool. A couple of them are already in. You're standing there dipping your toe in the water, and they're like, "Dude, what is your problem?" And when your buddy just comes out and pushes you in, you're like, "What the fuck?" And then yeah, then after like 10, 15 seconds, you adapt to the water. You're like, "You're over it, right?" But like, damn it, you know, your friends are just looking like, "What are you being a big pussy?" Let's just push him in, you know. I mean, that's basically what I was doing. That's what Mark. He's just like, "Dude, just get in the water, quit screwing around." Right. And um, uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I obviously the day it was it worked out well, and I, I. I appreciate it i don't have oh, hold any ill will or i'm not mad at him i was like that's great i was i needed that right you needed somebody to just push it a little bit even when not ready doesn't matter you're ready just go in um and uh i guess i'll talk about this first but since you brought it up but yeah i mean i'm highly i'm extremely appreciative of what mark did what gabe did for sure right i mean that was a, a very uh generous thing for him to do i know he i know in gabe he'll probably like dude i was i was just it's no big deal i was just generally really enjoyed the product and i think it's great and i wanted to talk about it so he would probably say that nevertheless i'm extremely appreciative sandy and i are like man we got <laughs> she's like i told him i said well i gotta buy him a steak dinner she's like you're gonna have to fly up <laughs> the main or wherever he lives <laughs> take him out take him out to steak dinner um yeah. yeah, but it was uh, it was great. And, I, you know, because I was kind of I was actually thinking I was like, you know, you and I had conversations in the past and you talk about everything that you've gotten from the show and all these things that have led business wise or whatever. And I was like, I don't know if I've really actually gotten any material. Yeah. And and, and, and I was I was actually mentioned to Sandy. I said one thing I'm going to talk about. And she's like, she's like, that is so stupid because she's always said that's <laughs> bullshit. 
she's like, you get so much from the show. What are you talking about? You know, she's just like all the advice and all the things. She's like, and she's like, well, this is like obvious, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, we have what we jokingly refer to as the Texan army, right? You right. just have this, you know, I mean, it's not like we have a million subscribers, but we do have a lot of very um, generous, very intelligent, highly skilled people who uh, I, who support us and are interested in our story and, and, and uh, help us, you know, when they can. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a powerful thing. I mean, most people don't have yeah. anything like that, right? I mean, it's just, it's 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 extremely so. Um, you know, had there no been no Texing army, no Mark, you know, no, to 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 write that comment, none of the other guys to say jump in on Hacker News um, comments and say, oh yeah, you know, I used it and this has worked well or whatever. Gabe, I mean, the the trajectory is different. You know, it yeah, doesn't mean, completely. oh, it doesn't mean Math Academy wouldn't succeed, but it might have been slower and bumpier and whatever. Um, so it's, uh, I, I, so have lot of, I have a lot of gratitude to for, for these guys for what they've done. I, I really appreciate it. So I, I'm curious to know what Sandy's, because you, you've got, essentially gone from five, you, you added 380, you said, 350 or something? 290. Oh, 290. Like, I mean, that's a, that's such a, a shit ton of uh, people. So sand and these are customers, Sandy, not users. Right? These are people paying. Of, these are people paying fifty dollars a month. These aren't people who are just, you know, created some throwaway account. Does Sandy feel a bit like some level of relief, or is it add, is it adding to the stress, or like Sandy has never really expressed um, anxiety about the financial stability or future of the company. I think I feel that more strongly than she does. Hmm, okay. I think she has a lot of faith in Math Academy, in the team, and in me. Um, I think she's like, this is going to work. It's just, you know, she's not, she's like, I'm not worried. She said that a number of times. She's like, I'm not, like, I'm not worried about it. You know, because I'll say, well, you know, this will reduce things. She's like, I'm not worried about it. So I'm worried about it. I mean, if it's something that I'm, I, I, it's more in my mind. You know, than it is in hers. But what what it does, I mean, in the short term, it's like good stress, right? You know, because like her email gives a little like uh, makes a noise, like a it's not a bell noise, but it's a little bit, and it's just like ging, 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 ging. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, quite that frequently, but it's just it goes all the time. It's sitting there on the kitchen countertop. You know, we're in our living room, which is right next. You know, it's all kind of one big room. And, of course, our emails, CC, Sandy and I CC ourselves on all diagnostic reports, account notification emails, so we know if something's happened, this account got canceled or new sign-up or got paused. So we generally know what's going on so that we can help out if there's an issue. And a lot of times, you know, whenever there's an issue, she can go, I think there's something was going on here. I think that, I think the parent signed themselves up as a kid and the thing, you know what I mean? Like, I think I got, I got to, I got to send this person an email because there's, there's something weird going on here, right? So, we can keep it top of it. So anyway, but so what that means is like, there's been ever since this. I mean, it's starting to calm down a little bit. It's um, it's on, right? It's on all the time, and she's just like, I got, I got to get a bed because because she emails every single new person, and 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 can't say, hey, welcome, welcomes them to the. To, to Math Academy and you it's know, not say, automated it's actually Sandy emailing them and then they email her back 
yeah. a lot of times. And and some people say, oh, you know, just really excited. I haven't had a chance to look at it, but really I'll let you know. But other people, because you'll say, yeah, if you have any feedback or any questions, just I'm happy to help. And um, a lot of people will come back and they'll start, they will want help with something. Sometimes it's something obvious, just like, you know, like they could have taken them 30 seconds to figure it out. In other cases, there really is something that's poorly explained or not explained or there's something that isn't working right. And anyway, it's she's emailing all day long. So it's a lot. So I just, I'm not sure. I mean, you probably know this, but but like it really is on from now on because when something ends up on Hacker News, then like Gabe's post, then it ends up very, with very high SEO juice. Uh, because anything that ends on the front page of Hacker News gets really high SEO juice. And then mm. that continues. Like the same thing happened to me with like how to make Twitter work with you in five minutes a day. Like over a couple of years, I literally got 25,000 signups over a mm. couple of years from that. So mm. I, I really do think you're going to keep getting traffic coming in um, from yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know what it is, but before I even, even by the time I had gotten up in the morning, so Sandy gets up earlier than me. She gets up with the dogs at like, you know, seven o'clock or whatever. I don't get up that early. And by the time I woke up at like eight, you know, came downstairs around eight thirty nine, she's like, she's like, yeah, we already had 10, 10 new signups this morning. I was like, really? She's like, yep. I'm like, wow. And so the other thing you have to keep in mind though is anywhere from 15 to 20% of our accounts are paused at any given time. Yeah. We, so, we, we, yeah. So it's like, like, wow, they're like $50 that, yeah. times eight. For, it's okay. So just, it's not everybody's paying every month. Some people are like, hey, yeah. we're, you know, we're on vacation for two months or my kid's life's a little crazy or I got his work stuff. So I'm going to pause. You were going to change that pool setting. Well, that's though, a, that's another conversation, which we can, I think we, I want to follow up on. Um, The second yeah, thing. Were, yeah. Yeah, the second thing is um uh there will be a there will be a fair number of cancellations. Because first money you get your money back and for, for free, right? So you I kind of think of those people people signing up and then canceling in the first month is it's sort of like a more like a failed free activation. Try. It's more like a failed yeah. activation than it yeah. was a churn. Um at least the way I, I think about it. I mean ours is like a free trial, but we make you pay up front, you know, because you know you got to be serious, otherwise. But I mean, time. you should be able to get a pretty quick handle on that just by looking at at the usage. You know how the XP charts are going, and like, yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's um, that's again, that's something else I want to talk about. I have, I have a lot more to say on that. Um, the uh, yes. So what I'm just saying, it's like, what percentage do you, do you guesstimate it right now for canceling? God, I don't even know. You probably maybe a. 15, 20% people will cancel in the first month or something good. like that. Still Maybe good. something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, uh, but we're continuing to get new people coming in. Yeah. So, so what happened, the last big surge that got us up in the 500s, we were, it was kind of bouncing around where we cancellations, but then word of mouth was spreading it. So it was kind of staying even just slightly below. So it wasn't like it just, there was this huge pullback. You know, like a stock yeah. chart where it goes up and now we lose a bunch of, you know, it's, it's more like it goes up and then it kind of stabilizes, maybe drops a little bit, maybe, you know, whatever. And then it goes up. So that's kind of what our experience has been is it's, it's, um, I was not quite monotonically increasing for math nerds out there, but it's, it doesn't pull back too far beyond below the peaks in, in our experience so far. Like it's good it's enough. Like a ratchet. It's like, it's like the old yeah, ratchet. Uh, step. Yeah. It's like a ratchet. It's a little ratchet, but a little bit of, imagine the steps kind of dip a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, dip a little bit. But as the better the product gets, the better the better the we we deal with churn. Again, I got some stuff to talk about on that. Then um, 
it's the better that'll be. Also, like, because I remember the last time there was a big influx, like Sandy was stressed, really stressed because well, she because had to do was... so much, and you've you've <laughs> built a lot of stuff to take that stress away from her. So, like, like what has been the experience of this many new people coming in using those tools that you've now built out? Well, there's almost there's been almost no problems. There was okay. one situation where a dad signed himself his him he made him the self the kid and the 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 kid the parent account it was weird it was like it was like somebody was pro- like he was probably doing something else while he was doing it like he was on the phone <laughs> or something and it just wasn't even reading it was just like oh yeah you know just typing stuff in right and yeah. you know people do that sometimes so like oh, I gotta sign my kid up for this thing looks cool and then I'm just they're 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 doing they're talking to somebody else and you know that's probably what happened and. uh yeah, I don't know. There's one. I don't. I can't remember. There's been almost nothing. There's been almost nothing. I mean, Sandy's had people ask questions. Well, how do I know this? Or what about that? And so a lot of times it's like stuff where we're we're saying because we because we've gone through this a number of times where we're really trying to make it clear how the system works and what's happening. It's there's still room for better. We still want to do onboarding videos and things that we haven't done yet. Um, so it's it's we're before. I mean, so people, but still, people still sometimes ask questions. Which, if she she hadn't emailed them, they would have figured out their own within a minute. But because the founders there, you just go, "Hey, la la la, how do I change the course?" You're like, "Dude, go to the settings." You know, <laughs> it's like it's right there. But they have the photos email, and they they just said hi. I'll you might as well ask them, right? And um, so yeah. But before, I mean, especially, I mean, okay, there was the early days of the Mark One where, um. People, we didn't have a sign up process. People had to sign up a, a form. It like a, a, we had, we actually, we had, was just an e- a mailing list that people mm-hmm. signed up for. And then Sandy had to schedule Zoom calls, and it was a back and forth and woofoo forms. I mean, it was just, and everything was done manually. It was a total. It was it was hilariously bad. Um, That's a great rite of passage, though. Yeah. Then you learn. Then we learned. We learned a lot. Right, we learned a lot, and then the next time through, which I think was the Washington Post thing, which was I don't know six weeks later, a month later, I had built in the sign up Stripe stuff and went through all that stuff, but there was still confusion about things, and and Sandy would come and she's like, "All right, look, this is, doesn't work. People are confused about this. You need to make this clear." Like, so she's at the front lines, and she goes back telling me, "She's like, this is a problem," and so I had to fix and clean out, smooth that down. And that's continued to get better over time. And yeah, it just basically works now. So it's pretty minimal. So you, you said, you mentioned in Discord that you did like an office hours with this this cohort. Did you do one or two? And, and how did that go? Yeah, actually just one. Only like uh, three or four, four or five people, sh- five people showed up. Interesting. So what happens is, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's always been like that. It's always been like a handful of people. It's yeah. like you never think like, I think most people are like, you know, might consider it, but they're like, ah, I don't know. That's, I'll, I'll just look at the product, right? Yeah. Um, but the people there are really friendly, um, very um, excited about how the product, and you know, there was just, there's just it's an it's a fun conversation, easy conversation, right? It's mm. you know, it's never an hour and a half. Maybe like, oh, and people, oh, so let me ask you this, and da da da. Then you know, <laughs> I'll kind of go off and tangent a little bit about the company and this, and they're like, oh, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's an enjoyable. It's always an enjoyable thing. You know, I mean, I can talk nice. about Math Academy all day. Um, so it's no big deal. How many um, child learners versus adult learners do you have on the platform now? 
What's the percentages? Approximately. I Jesus. Uh I God. You know, I didn't I have to run a query and and and, and add it up, but um even like because we've continued to get many more adults in because of this. This has been very adult uh, biased. Um, the mathematical foundation is one. The mathematical foundation sequence uh, one, two, and three. They're all they're geared towards adults um, yeah. to streamline the process and only covering stuff they need to know for college courses. Not anything that isn't directly yeah. required. Um, and uh, at that point. I can't, what was that, we had like 193 people or hundreds of, in, in mathematical, mathematical foundations, one alone. Like that's the most oh, popular course, now? more than pre-algebra, more than fifth grade math. It's like number one. So, so like, so it's at least 50, 50 then, uh, like mm. 40, well, 60, maybe 60 kids, maybe, 40 maybe, adults. Geez, maybe it is, maybe it is. But you know, what's happened is Sandy, Sandy of course was predicting that she's like, look, what happens is the adults sign up and they're like, you know. I'm going to put my daughter on this. <laughs> right. Right? Like, okay, this is yeah. cool. I think she could learn her algebra for this. So she could do her fourth grade math, yeah. you know? And so and then they got to go, I'm going to go talk to my wife about this and say, hey, sweetheart, you know, I'm going to use this. It's pretty cool. And I think, yeah, you know, and sense. then it's a conversation and, you know, wife or husband, however it works, they got to go and think about it and like, okay, so what, are, how does this thing work? What, okay, well, here's a website, read it. And it's this whole process, right? So that, that that's the delay of a week or two and you start seeing th- the adult counts bringing the student counts on you know signing up so does it so like given given that there's um it's almost leveling out between adults and students does it change anything you're thinking about marketing or like how you're going to drive like who you're who you're how you're going to do this (laughs) it's so funny you talk about marketing it's (laughs) so i mean no i mean you you had a you almost you almost had a marketing plan like almost and it was like and and it was it well no 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 your your first big plan was like okay i'm just going to focus on fourth grade all right but that big plan doesn't make sense anymore because now it's like well it's not just fourth grade right you know yeah, so there's a couple of funny things to say well okay so the first is um okay uh, so I had this, there's this, um, a user who's an adult user who's works at like this venture capital firm and he's going back and getting his master's degree in math and he's a big fan of math Academy and he's, right. he's, it's, it's a thing down at, at the university program. They, they, you always should use math Academy. So a bunch of people have been looking at it, using it or whatever. He's like, yeah, you got a bunch of fans, you know, in Texas or wherever it was. Okay. And um, he was, he, he, he got in contact with us. He's like, hey, you know, I'm tutoring these kids and I want to ask you if, you know, they're from, you know, low underprivileged and we're wondering if we could do a thing. And so we're like, yeah, yeah, let's, so we set up a call and we did a quick call. And before we even got into that, he was like, he goes, well, what are you, um, what are you doing for like churn analysis stuff? I said, churn analysis, <laughs> acquisition, churn out marketing. What? I, I don't know what you're saying. I said like, all of the obvious, brain-dead, simple things that we should be doing, I and mean, you would expect us to be doing, we are not doing yet. We're doing nothing. We haven't bought an ad. We haven't done a blog post. We haven't done an article. We haven't done a survey. We haven't done a report. We've done nothing. He goes, I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> Yeah, I said, because because he that's actually his specialty in this firm. He says, yeah, he's actually my 
through focus is I, I work on like churn analysis for all these com- these companies or whatever he you know that their portfolio and that's one of his anyway the, his specialties that he brings to the the company anyway so great guy great conversation but it was so fun I said look I I'd be embarrassed except I'm just it's it's so it's beyond being embarrassed I haven't done anything I said look here let me just we're following the principle like let's just get the product working right and make the product solid and once we feel like the the product is what we want it to be and the website has stuff then we'll put energy into acquisition into retention let's just i mean retention indirectly and just like let's just do the obvious things that'll make that more useful and better more higher value for the for the users um as opposed to marketing and um you know i mean this stuff all makes sense right but it is funny how ridiculous you're like you're not doing any anything <laughs> No, like nothing, like nothing. So, um, yeah, that, I don't know. What was the other question? I can't remember what. what well, it's like, does, does it, does your chat strategy change? Because you were going to do, um, you, you were going to really focus on fourth grade, but now that doesn't Well, not fourth grade, sense. but like the, the, the core fourth through pre-algebra, yeah. algebra one, right? Right. Um, no, I mean, I think, I think what we'll do, I mean, I think, I think adults are a big market. It's a big market, strangely enough, you know, I mean, it shouldn't be that strange because if you go to like a Barnes and Noble or Borders, there's a whole math book section. It's You've always like been very, s- very skeptical of the adult market. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, because I guess for, I always felt for adults it's like it's easy for them to just give up. They're like, oh, I don't know if I do this. Or yeah. where parents are not, I think, are have a little more um, stick to itiveness when it's their kid. Their kid doesn't want to do it. The kid wants to play Fortnite. Parents are like, uh, no, <laughs> like, yeah, you need to work on your math. I get off Fortnite. Where if a kid, if an adults like, yeah, I just want to watch the Netflix series. I don't really want it. It's like, okay, who's going to stop them from just not doing anything? Um, nevertheless, nevertheless, nevertheless. You know, based on what we've talked about already, uh, there's a lot of adults who are really interested in it. Um, and um, you know, one thing is interesting though. So, so you were talking, you were talking about the pausing thing. So I yeah. ask, so Sandy and I had a debate about it. You know, and you know, I went out, was I was ranting and raving on the last show, but I'm not doing any pausing and fuck the pausing and that's killing yeah. us. And Sandy's like, mm, I don't know if I agree with that. So I was like, all right, Justin, could you do an analysis for us and whatever? And he's like, okay. So he finished up this first draft of the Science of Math Academy book, um, yeah, which we which should is great. talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, but, um, and he's like, I'm like, how long will it take? He's like, hi, probably, you know, four or five days, maybe a week, I can get stuff done. And so he pulls in all the data, has all our notification data, which really can talk about, which really gives you all the information of when their account set up and when they get diagnostic and when they did this and that. And so it kind of, it's a good sort of stream of, of, of timelined events to tell you what's happening. And, you know, paused, unpaused, resumed, canceled, you know, you have all those notifications, right? Yeah. And so he goes, and so he, he, he does this analysis and he writes up a big, um, uh, I don't know, 20 page analysis. <laughs> I was going to share wow. it. To, actually, I'll share it with you, but I don't want, I want to have to take time to, you're not going to have time to, look at it really in the show but yeah sure it's really impressive because it's like he does this so what what he does is you put you put every the customer has a series of states that they're in they're in this state they're in that state and the question is what's the probability of moving to another state given where they are now 
and being paused, reactivated, canceled. You know, have they signed up? Have they taken the diagnosis? So it's like, and this is the kind of thing. This is a whole he built a whole framework around this. It's going to get more and more elaborate. So it's like we have all things about, you know, how much XP they've done in a certain period of time, and where they passed the thing, and how they did on the diagnostic, and this. So we can have all these really elaborate. Just, just to 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 rewind a minute. This is the answer to what are you doing about churn? Just so you know, this is yeah. a great answer to that. Yeah, well, we haven't. <laughs> yeah, but this is the, the so we haven't done anything yet. This is I just I well I told I said we're just asking to do uh, just ask our head of analytics to to start looking into it, but we haven't done anything. Um, so we'll have this. We'll have like a, you know, within the next six months, I'll bet you we'll have like a just state of the art analytics platform about predicting in looking at a state and trying to get people to move from one state to the next. And and see, for us, our customers are paying to learn math, right? So we are not being evil when we say, we are trying to keep you learning math, right? <laughs> I'm a trainer. I'm trying to get your ass to the gym, right? I'm trying to get you yeah. on the treadmill. I'm trying to get you to get under the squat bar because that's what you said you want to do. I'm trying to quit you to quit from the fact up. that you keep getting money is kind of a secondary point. Right. They, like, we get money when people product. get when people get feel like they're getting value. Yeah. Right. And so I'm going to try to keep you motivated and engaged and making progress. And I'm not going to apologize for that because that's what we're doing. Okay, but what was the results? Um with vis-a-vis yeah. pausing. Okay, well it was it was um yeah, so that I don't even, let me see if I have it here. Where the hell's it? Oh, yeah, pausing analysis. So the executive, heard an executive summary. Here are the two main takeaways. I'll read them to you. If I showed you this, you'd be like, what the f-? You know, um, so he goes, and so he broke in all these different states, and there's a big table. And says, okay, there are two main takeaways. The longer users remain continually subscribed without pauses, the less likely they are to churn. For instance, users who have held a subscription for a year continuously without pausing have a 10x lower monthly churn than new subscribers, 2.4% versus 24%. Users who resume after pausing have much higher churn rates than completely new users. Their expected future lifespan is about half that of a completely new user. Regardless of whether pausing prevents users from becoming serious, turns serious users into unserious ones, or is just a user's way of telling us that they're unserious, it seems like something we should try our best to avoid. Hmm. Okay, there, there you go. There's your. Uh... What did Sandy say to that? Okay, well, so Sandy, right? She's like, yeah, that's that's interesting. But so Sandy kind of had a very um, common sense. Um, real, realistic view of this. So you, so I rant and rave about you know, be getting you, you, you gotta learn math, damn it, you gotta be serious. And she's like, she's like, look, so what, so what you're saying that kids can't take the summer off, like they can't, like what are you, what are you saying? Like, she's like, you gotta, she's like, get real. I mean, this is just, it's at the end of the day, it's just math, okay? Like kids need a break. They don't have to be doing math year round. It's okay to take a pause. So she's like, a mom. This is reality. A mom with kids. You have other things in life that are important. And, well, math, learning math is an important, is a priority for certain families and for certain kids. And it can be a, a, a high priority for, for a lot of them. It's not the only thing in their lives. And you need to give people the flexibility to use the product in a way that helps them get what they need but isn't 
uh, necessarily um, restrictive or unflexible. She's like, it just is ridiculous. And I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it. the thing about it is, is at the other the other point is, is it kind of doesn't matter if they churn or not. The point is, is it really helps you forecast because you can just sort of look at your system and go, okay, this many people are paused. That means that we're ultimately going to get this much lifetime value from them versus these other people who haven't paused who are a year. So it just helps you know what you're going to make every year. It's really yeah. Well, I no, I mean, look, I think there's a lot of things that we can do to um, get some noise. Your background, okay. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we could do to try and help keep people engaged. So, so what Sandy's Sandy's saying is like pausing is an important um, affordance. You know, it's a it's an important uh, it's important functionality um, for people Um, because people are going to get really annoyed if we don't let them if they're going to take time off and they, they're still having to pay for something. So she's like, I'm not sure that's great. But I think there are ways that we can try and remind people, encourage people not to take as much time off or or not allow them to keep pausing beyond a certain point, right? It's like, okay, you can take a little bit of time off, but you can't take six months off, right? Like you, you can't cancel three months and then and pause and pause for another three months or whatever. It's like, and say, look, you know, this is how much you will forget with this much time passes. So it says, oh, I want to pause for, you know, 90 days. And it says, well, here, here's a visualization of how much your memory will decay in 90 days. How about 45 days? Nice. You know, I mean, there's yeah. different things you can do. Just like if your, um, your trainer was like, dude, like, he said, well, you know, next few months will be really busy work. I don't know if I could come in. He'd be like, you already lost 15 pounds of fat. We've made huge progress in all these categories. Why don't you come in once a week for me, and then you try and get one one other hat, hat a day, right? Like, let's keep the momentum because this is what you want, right? So it's things like that. So, so in other words, you'll let them pause, but you'll also give them. You'll also say, "Come in and do like a ten minute lesson to just." I'm not. And, I mean, and it's free. Yeah. No. No. And it's still free. No. 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 Okay. Why would I do that? Well, that could be no. quite no, it, no, no. That's I think I don't. I don't think no. What I'm saying is, if you're going to, it, it, you need to encourage people to keep the explain to them power of, of a momentum and habit, but also in the breaking those habit and momentum, what that usually leads to, right? You need to make people make it clear, especially to adults. Like when you stop work, you stop going to the gym. You know what that usually means? We're giving up. Yeah. Right? Is that really what you want to do? If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But that I don't think that's what you want to do, right? You kind of have to, in some way, ha- get that information. Have them ask a little tougher. Don't don't allow people to fool themselves. Don't allow them to fall off the wagon. They yeah. should never miss a workout. Try, try and prevent a work. Try and prevent a, a, a churn. You know. So I think, you know. But you, some people say, look, I, you know, yeah, Jason, I'm just, I, 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 I really, I, you know, I thought about it and I just don't have time. Okay, that's fine. But just so you know, also people think, oh, I'm just gonna pick where I left off. Like, no, you're not gonna pick up here. You're gonna be way behind, right? You don't just like stop working out for three months and you pick up where you're going. You're going to probably put on 10 pounds of fat and get really out of shape. And you're going to be starting out. People are like, oh, yeah, okay, well, do you really want that to happen? No? Okay. It's a flywheel. Right. You need, the, you need to um, keep people making progress, forward progress. So anyway, the, what's really um, – what I'm really excited about is the, the churn analysis – or not, but the pause analysis is just the first step towards building a really, really sophisticated um, – 
customer analytics platform that'll allow us to op really understand what moves the needle, what gets people from this stage to that stage, gets gets them like what's this efficient level of momentum to keep them making forward progress. Like, you know, I think Facebook, there's a famous thing at Facebook said, I'll probably get it wrong, but it said, well, once you have seven friends on Facebook, then you're on Facebook, you're staying on, you're, you're going to use it. And um, you something like, it's like, what does it take before people really have momentum? Like, have to, you have to have uh, 500 XP, you have to do, you know, at least, you know, 30 XP in three weeks in a row. I mean, or, you know, three, 100 XP, three weeks, in a row. like, what is, what, w- how do we know that you're in this tier of, has achieved high level momentum, they're going to keep you know, making progress. And then also, how do we keep them from falling from, let's, let's say we have five levels of, of engagement, five levels of, of how, of momentum. How do we get them from going from a level five down to four, down to a three, down to two, down to right. one to churn? Like, how do we keep you, keep you making forward progress, keep you moving towards the goal you clearly made clear you wanted to achieve? Does that, um, does this amount of customers bring you to some sort of break even or like, are, are we still looking for a triple? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, 1500. I, look, I mean, I'm so I'm not gonna be writing myself any checks anytime soon. Right. I mean, that ain't happening. So it's like, we still need, we're still shooting for like 1,500 customers. That's, that's the kind of goal we're looking at. Probably, you said triple, right? Probably. Um, I mean, I mean, I just, I kind of pulled that number out of the air because, you know, growing 3x in a year is, an, is a metric of a very, of a company that's doing really well, right? Right. Like, when you act VCs, like, yeah, you get 300% growth, like, that is, that's doing well. Um, especially if it's more of an earned organic growth and you just bought your way there with Google Ads or something. Um, but it was also like, okay, we clearly have enough that we I can pay everybody, Um you know, we have we can put money into marketing. We can maybe even hire you know hire some other part time people to do some other things. I mean, there's just there's not like I'm on the verge of like oh my god, I got to spend another I got to pull another ten grand into the bank account. Okay, I got another five grand in the bank. I mean, I've been doing that for a long time. Even though it's not like the expenditure it was, I was still regularly. And I'm like, hey, sweetheart, I got to um. You have to top it up. FYI, to it up. I moved. By the way, I just moved. I had to move five thousand from the checking account into. She's like, okay, well, I guess I'll sell some Uber stock. You know, I mean, it's just like that constantly, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, so it's like, oh, aren't you right? It's like, not quite. <laughs> I mean, not quite. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, we've put in, like I've told you, close to a couple million dollars in this thing. So. Yeah. I mean, you you can work the math out. I mean, we have to make a lot more than seventy five grand a month before that's going to get paid back at any reasonable weight, much less us making money. Yeah, right. Making money. I mean, it's because it's not like you're like you're not building it for some big exit, no. right? So you are literally building it to be a profitable business. So that's the other that's the other thing where it's just a totally different dynamic to mm-hmm. VC growth model. Yeah, I don't, cash I, to, I don't to, yeah. to acquire users. Yeah, so what you know, our my my sort of view of it is, you know, it's almost like building like a really great restaurant business. You know what I mean? You make money, is grow. You know, it's like it. it I mean, it, it it doesn't mean to have to be. You know, we never get more than two thousand customers, but it doesn't have to be VC scale for mm. it to do quite well. I mean. um, 
you know, I mean, just to just math, I mean, just if you did the simple math, you say, well, you had ten thousand customers, which is not a lot for the entire world. That's half a million dollars a month, right? Oh yeah, I mean, that's great. Um, and you to a point where we've can we've recouped our initial investment, we're whole, and then we have plenty of money to grow with either hiring another developer, hiring a designer, putting money into marketing. But then we also have plenty of money to um, pay out dividends to the the principals. So with with this um, sort of growth, I guess it's like a thirty to forty percent growth from from this. Um, do you are you just going back into product now, or are you go are you going into releasing the book that Justin's written? No, doing blog posts from the book. Like um, what what are you going to do? I mean, it's still going to be mostly product. I mean, there's still some market. There's there is some marketing stuff we're going to do, but Sandy and I still need to finalize some of that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a mix. We need to start doing some marketing. But you haven't fully sort of committed slash decided on exactly what the marketing plan is. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we we are going to like we're to redo the mar- the homepage and sort of the funnel stuff a little bit, and um, we're gonna we need a lot more information, and uh, we're gonna start doing some content marketing. I think probably because like, can I just say like I think this is just my personal opinion, of course, but I think the only thing you need to do. Like the, the the one big marketing thing that you could do is just make a free diagnostic. You don't need anything else, mm-hmm. just a free diagnostic. And then that will be front page of Hacker News, like way more than that blog post. I'm talking like number one on Hacker News for, yeah, it, for might, it for might a day. be. It might be. And that, but so that, and then it's free. So you're giving that service to the world that anyone can come along and get their math um, diagnosed and get a full report. And like, you don't need to do anything else, just that. And you've already got it. You know, it's fun, it. it was funny. Well, I think we needed. I think we need to do like a PDF, kind of like that one yeah, you make did it for a True bit, Space. Make it like a bit really prettier. Nicer. Yeah, but um, but that's not a lot of effort. I mean, you no. could, you could get that done in a couple of weeks. Do a show HN, and then it's like, holy shit! Now we got another five hundred customers. Yeah, I might. might I think. I think it would be. You know, it's funny. I was listening to. Have you? Do you know Neil Patel is? He's like one of these digital marketers. Yeah, yeah. yeah so NP Digital. Do, yeah, yeah. So I listened to his marketing podcast and he had said this a while ago and i had read it too he's like dude like the most the best thing you ever do is you have like a free tool if you have like a free tool he's like those are the gifts that keep on giving he's like forget i mean like creating really good content is 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 a great way to build up over time to keep going ongoing traffic but if you have a free tool is like it's and i was like well it turns out we do have a tool we can make free you know i mean if this is something i you know we've talked i've you know, talking about for a couple of years now. And so, yeah, I agree. I agree with you that, and that, and that is one of our top priorities that we've, we've. But like the, the other piece about the reason why that's the reason why that would spread like wildfire is because there's like seven years of 20 PhDs writing the information into the system to make that possible. No one else can make that free tool. <laughs> like that free tool. It's Justin building his like crazy algorithms to like, you know, dag graph splat you backwards whatever mm-hmm. like it's all the things that you've created which are just like so high value but in the meantime it, it just doesn't at this point it's that's a sunk cost it doesn't cost you more but it really it you're giving that value out i think it'd be a game changer no, I, I, I i i don't like to get too excited about any one thing because then you never know if it's actually going to work yeah this is gonna right. take us to the moon but i would agree <laughs> that this would be probably one of the highest impact lowest expense yeah uh, marketing efforts that we could possibly do i totally agree with you on that can we get a commitment on that how about april the first 
Uh, you know, I can't make a commitment till I can't. I'm sorry, I have my microphone. In. I can't. I don't. I don't think I can make a commitment till we finish the plan. All right. I can't say. Oh, we got this plan. I told Justin on the show that was it. She's gonna be like, what? <laughs> Why? Wait, no. Okay, so, fair enough. Um, but you know what? They, I just say uh, it's so. Um, I mean, this whole thing is so weird. Just the company, you know, saying it. I mean, it's. I think I. I don't know if I talked about this in the show one time, but um. I had a, a a dream about Sandy and I having a company together as a trading business and this whole thing and and I've oh it was like my favorite dream and huh. did I tell you about this? No. So okay, you just told us about the dream where which which made you decide to be with it. Yeah. So here's this is this is one of my other favorite dreams. So, um, the dream was I had a an options um, trading company in chicago so and a lot of these in the options in the in the back in the chicago board options days of the chicago board options exchange when they had on the floor and you had all the equity pits and the index pits and you had thousands of guys down the floor and they're trading jagged yelling and scream just like in the, in the movies right and i um and that's where i came that's my first job out of college was working i worked doing research and development developing mathematical models for the pricing of options and then i got down i got on the floor for a while working as a trader assistant okay so in a dream i have my own options trading company and i had built a bunch of technology unsurprisingly to make it work really well and but we had we had and we had like a handful of traders or something like that and we had an office so we had, the way these traded companies would work you had the floor the this this the SIBO building had the big exchange floor but then it's at a big high rise so in the on the uh, and so the, the the exchange floor was down on the ground floor or even below and then you know all the office floors like a normal office building you these companies would have offices in there right and sometimes they're like small companies like three or four dudes sometimes it'd be like 30 40 50 people or bigger companies and they have a ton of traders so in this company in this dream, I have a company. We have some, you know, 10, 15 traders or something. And I wrote all the tech. So I'm upstairs. And I, I kind of like in the eye in the sky. Like I'm working on the technology. It's driving the pricing and stuff. And all traders are down this year trading. And it's feeding them prices and theoreticals and, you know, giving them suggestions about to buy and sell. And so in the in the dream, she, she so I, one day we have like a trader who can't come in because they're sick or something. And the guy has a bunch of big positions on and it's like expiration like there has to be somebody there to trade the positions mm. like and i was like i was like sweetheart i can't go down there because i gotta hear i wrote some code that i gotta and she's like so you gotta go you gotta put on his jacket and take his, his badge and you gotta go trade his position and she's like seriously i'm like yeah it's like there's nobody else all the other traders are down. there's me and you and i you know like and she's like okay and so she goes down there and she's goes down to she's like what pit is he in and he goes down oh, it's the boeing pit or whatever he's down there and you usually had different pits would be like named after the biggest yeah. equity that he trade that would be the boeing pit now you might trade five or ten or fifteen other equities but that was the, the anchor for that one right there might be the microsoft mm-hmm. pit and the whatever so she goes down there and um things are usually really busy first thing in the morning and then they quiet down around 10 15 10 30 you know and so i so things calm down and so i said i'm gonna go down and just see how she's doing so I walk down there and I kind of walk over to the pit and, you know, there's a dozen 
couple dozen guys standing there and she's there and and I'm like and they're all standing up looking at the screens because what you do is you stand there in the pit and there's like a whole bunch of these screens up there with all the option prices right because for any given equity or any given stock there's like a hundred different options of different strike prices put put all column puts for different months you know so you're looking at all these looking how they're priced relative to each other and like oh that I want to buy that I want to sell this bounce out the position whatever so they're all down there looking at the things and I come I'm like so how's it going She's like, good. Hey, good. You know, she's like, good. And I kind of, and I kind of look at one of these old, kind of crusty old traders. And he kind of looks and he's kind of like, has this kind of father look and he kind of gives like an approving nod, like, yeah, she's doing a good job. You know, like <laughs> she was, she was actively trading. Like he was like, he just kind of smiles and kind of nods, like, yeah, you know. And, and this is the dream is we're young. We're like in our 20s or something, right? So she's, oh, so and, and they're like pretty much zero traders. Like all traders are guys. Okay. So it yeah. was very would be very odd to have a female trader, um, mm-hmm. and so she said that she's doing a good job. And I go, you know, you don't just have to trade the in the money options; you can trade the out of the money options as well. She's like, yeah, I just I I don't know, I just don't care about those. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so, funny because that's totally her personality. She's like, well, I I just don't care about those. Uh, <laughs> I kind of look at the other trader, and he just kind of shrugs, and I'm like, okay. Well, Whatever. It was just so funny because it was so cute. I mean, she was That's so big thing. in there. And she's a, and she's with the guys and she's doing a good job. She's like, well, I just don't care about those. <laughs> it's just, I <laughs> love that dream. And I loved us. We were working together, right? Do you remember that clearly? Oh, yeah. Huh. I mean, because like even now you remember. Oh, yeah. That it was like one of my favorite dreams. I never forget. I have a handful of dreams like that where I just never forget. And, um, but now we're running a company together, right? I come yeah. down. In the morning, she's always, like I said, she's always up before me. I'm like, how's it going, sweetheart? And she's like, uh, you know, look, you know, she, oh, she's like, oh, we got, you know, seven new accounts. Okay, look, I need you to take care of this. This person, they're trying to, they need to do diagnostic and she's confused because of that. And she's like, okay. And she's like, are you going to get this done? Are you going to get that? And I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, whatever. And so we kind of reconvene. I'm making my breakfast and she's giving me the lowdown of what's happening, you know. She's like, yeah, it's been crazy all morning or, or whatever. And it's like, that's our, that's our life, right? I mean, like, that's, we're doing cool. our company together. Now, she rolls her eyes when I say that. She's like, oh, yeah, great. <laughs> and I was like, I like it. She's, she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, that's our life. Yeah. Well, she's but like, you're like, no, that's nice. This is great. You know, she's like, I was like, I like, I'm like, I, 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 she's like, I like, I like working together. She's like, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. And that's yeah. like when, that's like someone saying I love you, and then the other person goes, "Yeah, I know you do." Yeah, I know you know. You're like, yeah. <laughs> no, you're meant to say I love you back. Yeah, she always gives me a she gives me a hard time. I mean, look, we'll we'll bring her on the show soon to get yeah. He said, she said, you know, and I'm sure. I she, think I think we might be getting to that point. Yeah, I was I was waiting for like the next big thing yeah probably good maybe you know since i just get a big did a whole big thing maybe a little more time and the next time we have an event we'll bring her on um but um you know i mean she has a love hate with it right because it's 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 all consuming right i mean startups are all consuming yeah right i'm not just sending it it's not we're not just selling a wordpress theme or something right i mean this is a big deal and um you know but it's exciting at the same time it's stressful at other times what do the kids so think? Are they even remotely involved? I mean, like to, to talk about it or? You know what's funny is Colby will ask about it. So what's going on with Math Academy? Hmm. Like when we got a phone call, like, so what's the latest? He'll, he'll ask me about that all the time. He never used to when he's younger, but now he always asks me. He's like, it's an interesting hmm. story. And I was telling Sandy about that. I said, you know, it's kind of cool because 
you normally when you're going off to college, I mean, what your parents do for a living is like really boring, right? My dad, uh, my dad, he's uh, works in blah, and my mom, you know, whatever. They do boring jobs if they do anything. They're not. They don't have exciting lives. There's nothing in the future that's exciting. They're just mm-hmm. they reach some level and they're kind of. Whereas like we're in a we're in a startup that's taking off. Like that's yeah. usually like some of the most exciting times in people's lives, and we're like mom and dad. And they're that's going usually to college. for the twenty year olds, isn't it? Yeah, but we're doing it. You know, and, <laughs> that's cool. And so I was yeah. like, you know, I think that's really, I think that's really cool, because um, you know, we're like this. This, I think it sets a good example um, of just yeah. doing stuff, trying to do something big, trying to trying to make a difference, trying to just go for it, and and um, showing that it's possible. And um, I think it's, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that that we can give that example to them. And I think it's kind of neat that they, they do ask about it. I mean, the girls ask about it sometimes because they're around. I mean, we're talking about it all the time. I mean, our life, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like these families have like a family run restaurant. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're doing stuff, taking the kids to school and then there's talk about work. It's like, it's all, it's not like we just do work and then we do family stuff. It is. It's much better than it, than it used to be. Cause it used to be more like, you know, just about like working on a crypto project or or doing like some trading stuff or like, you know, just you didn't quite know what you were going to do. Like you you were just sort of hunting around. But this is much better, you know. Yeah. Well, since the, since the Uber stock. Well, you know, and then the, but, you know, because we started working on the Math Academy thing before Uber. Yeah. Right. I mean, so. No, I mean, I know you, you were doing the, but it was all about in the school. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just like all local. It wasn't about the software or something. Yeah. But, in, in, and I think, and one thing that's kind of important to keep in mind, it wasn't like I did the startup thing and then I brought my wife in. We did Math Academy in the schools together as a team. And it wasn't like, so, I mean, she had a was very day, important yeah. role. If it was, she wasn't there, it wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. Mm. It, I wouldn't have had the influence to pull the connections. She, she, she did all that, um, and um, you know, and uh, because of her charity work, right? Well, because she was, she was, she was in like you know the president or executive committees or whatever these different charities and and, the, and these things. She was on the she was on the executive committee for the educational foundation, uh, edu, edu, the Pasadena Educational Foundation which raised a ton of money and for the schools and put on a bunch of programs. So she knew the superintendent. She knew all that. So mm. these, the people who are on that board are usually like sort of important business people in the community, right? But she was on there because of her role in some of these other things. Mm. And so she has a fair amount of clout and influence. And um, she's friends with these people. Like she's friends with friendly and in friendly terms with the superintendent isn't just some guy you're going to, you know, who runs, you know, it's like, you know, in fact, he, you know, the, the superintendent is like really beholden to the educational foundation because the educational foundation brings in millions, millions of dollars to the district. Right. Hmm. So you're like, you know, anyway, so we did all that. And she was the one who said, look, I don't think we should do another school district. It's, I think really, if you want to have, if you want to make, if you want to have the impact that you say that you want, and I think you need to focus on the software. And then I went out and focused on that. And now she's like, okay, I think it's time for you to launch this thing. Right. And then mm-hmm. she was the one who really pushed all that and made that happen. And, and then has been riding along the whole time, just sort of doing all the operational stuff, the support stuff, the accreditation stuff, the legal stuff. The, I mean, everything other than writing code and dealing with the content like she does. So she is the puppet master. 
Well, you know, she's like the, you know, you have founders, you have like the, the, the tech founder and the business founder. I mean, she's more the, yeah. I mean, one person just can't do everything, right? It's impossible. But, um, so she does all that operational stuff. But the thing that she brings is, um, she. Why are you telling me not to get a partner then? Well, it's my wife. Like it's different. That's different, right? That's <laughs> different. Right. Um, but the, um, the, th- the thing about it is, um, I, I broke, I broke, broke my train of thought, but, um, I broke it. Sorry. It's, it's, uh, I, I really, I like it. I, I, I think it's really cool. I think it's, it's, um, um, it wouldn't have happened without her. She's critical. But, oh, the thing I was saying is she brings in the, um, the perspective of like, cause when you talk about parents, like she's a mom, she's the one right. moms make most of the, of uh, the financial decisions in the household. They're in charge of the pocketbook. What are we doing? They're they're in charge primarily of the kids' schedules, tutoring, classes. They usually have the final say, the first say, and the final say. They involve dads and sometimes okay. Sometimes more some dads are more involved than others. But you know. So it's like you want to talk about customers, you want to understand what moms are thinking. She's like, look, right. you know, so when I'm like, wow, we don't do pausing, she's like, look, this is no, that's this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, you know. So, yeah, all right. Well, about um, that. About was that. there any? Uh, we've been doing like an hour on on this. Yeah, and let's, I just, let's it's, move it's on. worthy of it. But let's like, um, we you know happy to move on. Yeah. So we just um, for listeners, um, FYI, we have we had sort of been listening to our last few shows and realized that they were just about us. Um, so we're gonna. <laughs> the plan was in the next show to to start with an hour's worth of interesting links and then sort of do the tail end of the show for an hour just about our stuff but then this happened this crazy math academy thing happened it's like okay all right we'll start the links thing the next show so um that's the reason why this that you know this other show like this but hopefully unless some other crazy thing happens in one of our lives yeah next I, show we'll be do, we'll be doing links to, to start off with and then we'll be moving to our own stuff yeah i think it's I, I, I think it's a better balance we do that but like when there's a lot going on it's worth that's worth talking about then it's worth going deeper yeah so let's talk lightwave um Talk lightweight. Oh well, um, I don't have um, a huge amount to say about that. I've got more to say about um, Project Superhero, but but I will, I'll talk about lightweight first. So where am I at with it? So um, well, one thing that I did that was that was really eye opening was to create a roadmap. I'm like, okay, what are the actual ba- the base things that I need to do to actually release this so that it can be, you know of a fully releasable nature and I can really start marketing it because like, because marketing is where I'm, I'm kind of good at marketing stuff. You know, I like, I want to get into that, but there's, it's not ready. Like, you know, and I agree with you on that. It's just not ready for that. So anyway, there's, you know, I need to do public sharing. I need to do the, the properties panel on the right that I discussed. I need to make tables work. I need to fix the left-hand nav. I need to make it so you can drag any nodes, put a file menu in there, do like, team admin i'm almost at the end of the list here uh, permissions live collaboration with comments and then there's just some things i need to make better like images make it work better on mobile and um do a private vault and then obviously a website so anyway all of that um i'm estimating at like six months yeah i was you know, you know it's funny because i was gonna take back what i said it's like oh if you can get all the product done by the end of the year then that's an a as like, he doesn't need a year to do all this stuff it just doesn't. I mean, it's yeah. not a year's worth of work. I was like, he should be able to be well into marketing and customer acquisition 
you know, the, 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 at least by the uh, Q4. So I, I think it's, yeah, I think, I think that sounds about right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Q4. I think, I think that's realistic because, yeah. And you know, like I've done some padding, like, so for example, public sharing, I mean, I've written two weeks um, as, as an example estimate. Um, but I honestly think it's not going to take that long. But then again, now that I have started doing it, um, it might take two weeks. Because mm-hmm. uh, one of the things um, that I, so I obviously with public sharing, you want to have like a public link and a nice a sort of schema of the link and stuff like that. So I've been using 36 character UUIDs um, and Notion and a couple of the other guys, they put the UUIDs in the URL. And of course, you have to have it in the URL so that you can like target the page. Um, but um, very kindly, so uh, who Caleb. was it? Was it Caleb? Was it Caleb? Was it Caleb? Uh, or or uh, was it Caleb? Or was it? Um, it was Doug. Yeah. Doug. So Doug, Doug pointed me on to a um, um, Nano ID, which is uh, a twenty-one character ID, and I really like the look of it. And you can add your own alphabet to it, and. Um, I can actually keep it to 21 characters with a risk of um, a collision. Like you'd have to be running it. It's got a little calculator um, to show you. you so you, you, you can sort of make your own custom alphabet and determine the different parameters of the function you make. And so it would be like 30 million years if I was ha- hashing like mm-hmm. a thousand a second before a collision happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And it looks, it just looks really nice. It's just much nicer to have those short ones. So anyway, so now what I'm doing is I'm writing a migration script to migrate all the old UIDs to this new nano ID. And that is really complicated, um, mm-hmm. very, very hairy. And it does require um, nuking all of your data, mm-hmm. <laughs> like going through all of your data, changing the IDs, then nuking everything from the database and doing a full dump of all the yeah, nodes the, back what's into the motivation the for this um to so that so that the url looks good what's the motivation for this why why so the, URL, so the url looks how good. does the why does it make the url look good you, it was just what's the difference we had just had like a bunch of dashes between it and now it doesn't have dashes no it's like re- it's like a really long id it's like th- it's like it's like 32 character id versus 21 it's just it's just better okay and I just, I just want it to look, I mean, I just want it to look great on the inside and on the outside. Okay. <laughs> That's just, so I'm going through that. And um, I think probably by the end of the, I mean, I'm getting close to getting the migration done. So I would imagine by the end of the the week, I will have it ready to go. Uh, I mean, well, then I've got to do a UI and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure by next show, pub, you'll, you'll be able to share any page within your Lightwave public share that's that's the piece that i'm working on. okay um i wanted to ask you a question mm. you showed me uh you showed me a um a screen a screencast of a bug mm-hmm. and i couldn't help but notice how much you're using lightwave because you're like i just you have loads of content in there now mm-hmm. that is cool you really do have a lot of stuff yeah i use it every day that's why i mean that's why I'm a good beta tester because I actually use it. So, so if I complain about something, it's probably coming from a voice <laughs> like, "Dude, I use this for everything, and I can't do X." So that's like annoying. Like, could I run? Like, how? So I, you know, I'm I'm committed to not looking at your data, mm-hmm. right? Could I run a test of like a migration test on your account, but just without looking at the data? 
So, because I, I I can have a script that can just kind of run through the nodes and just see if anything broke. Yeah, that's fine. I don't have anything that's too okay. sensitive at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I, I'm going to be I'm going to be adding a vault. So what you'll be able to do is you'll be able to have a section of nodes that are completely encrypted mm -hmm. in every sense. Okay. And so to to go into the vault, you just have to type in a password. You like okay. it's it, it can only be unlocked on your That'd local cool. machine. That's so a cool idea. That's the point where you can um you can add you know super secret stuff. All your passwords yeah. and so all anyway, your passwords so, and whatnot or whatever bank yeah, account anything information need, yeah, anything. anything if you wanted to. Yeah. So um. So basically, that's what. So my next, um, the stuff that I'm working on is this: is the public sharing, and then I'm going to be working on the properties panel, uh, which is basically just going to give you. It's just going to be full on design capabilities. I think of tables like are more important, or if that's part of tables. I mean, because you're just trying. Here, here's the thing: you're just making certain things that you can already do just a little nicer. I'm asking for core functionality that just doesn't exist that would really be helpful. So I don't know. Um, well, let, let me just explain why. Because because the thing, even with tables, so I, I think that there's going to be a huge UI win from the from a properties panel. Okay. So it's like even with tables, it's just going to be so much easier to manage them from the right hand side. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason why I was thinking of doing properties first. Okay. Because it's going to open up, it's going to open up a lot. It's just going to make it much easier to work with. Yeah, the just document. I just don't want you to get too far, too go too far down the the pixel pushing rabbit hole <laughs> without getting core core functionality in there. I, I that's that that's just the you know, and I I get it why you need to in in this case, but um, yeah, that's that's sort of my yeah. Uh, no, I mean it's it's so so it's public sharing next, then it's prop, then it's the the properties panel there, which is and the controls, then it's tables. And then I'm moving back to the left nav to fix that. Okay. Then to dragging nodes and then blah, 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 blah. So yeah, it's it's just going to generally keep getting better. But there's not too much else to say. Okay, I mean, that's fine. Um, Let's move on. We got, we got, uh, we don't got a ton of time and we got a lot of Project Superhero stuff to talk about. So let's... Well, I don't have too much Project Superhero. Yeah, you but do. What I do yeah, is you I, do. I set, I set up a home gym. Yeah, and I said, don't, you, don't, don't think we didn't notice you installed a fridge <laughs> Right there next to your workout bench. I was like, come on. No, I just you got, like, I put some, the gym next you got some cupcakes to the only place I have. Cokes in there. I'm like, what do you I mean that's the fridge that's always been uh -huh. in the garage. Uh -huh. okay. Right. And it just happens okay. to be in it. You're like, but, like Georgie, um, here's what I need for my gym. It's like all I need, I need a bench, I need some I need like a cardio machine, and I need a fridge. I need a mini fridge. You know, I I I thought so so basically <clears throat> I bought the um the dumbbells. So I've got I've got a set like the twenty uh, after twenty five from twenty five. Yeah, five to twenty five. Yeah, twenty five to five. Okay. Yeah. So I I haven't started using them yet. I bought the weight bench. Mm -hmm. I haven't started using it yet. I'm just getting myself mentally prepared. I like to do one thing at a time because I did I bought the cardio machine. That's more than a cardio machine. I, I just really want to focus on that. Um, I promised I wasn't going to rave too much about it because it's still quite new, but I really do like it. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should how much I should rave about it, but rave, anyway, rave away. it's so. Well, how much it cost you? It's the um, seven hundred and fifty. And what does it do? What's what kind of credit? It's a it's a it's called a Bowflex Max M six. So they have various different model numbers. Um, the M six is sort of the lowest model number of the current um, range of the Bowflex Max machines. And what kind of cardio do you do on it? Is it like a bike? Or so a... the it's a it's it. It's a very cool. It's lit. It is literally the best exercise machine I've ever used, and 
I'm not just talking about like because I did own the Soul E25 elliptical, which I had in my house, mm-hmm. you know, way, way back, and I got that walking desk, and I've done a, it had a bunch of other stuff, and I've used a crap load of gym equipment because as I posted in Discord today, when I was in my 30s, I used to go to gym three times a week and done you know done a lot of stuff on gyms, and so this is the best piece of cardio equipment I've ever used uh, for a number of reasons. Um, one is so with an elliptical when you when okay so i guess i should explain what it is before i before i explain why why it is so what it is is it's it is an elliptical but it's an ellip, but it's an it's it's an elliptical at a at like a like a step a step kind of slant okay so it's like a stepper it's like a cross between a if you if, a, if an elliptical and a stepper had a baby this would be it but it's just it's it's not quite a full stepper. It's just a little nudge towards an elliptical. Okay. So it's not quite as hard as a stepper, but it's it's still it's still pretty you know pretty good. So it's just it's it's a pretty much you, up well, and down motion. The most important motion. thing is that you like using it. That's the most important thing. I like using it a lot because um, when like my favorite the favorite exercise I've ever done is like when I used to cycle an hour and a half a day. Uh, Forty five minutes of that cycle was uphill. And you just, when you're doing an uphill cycle, you're just in this sort of slow Grinding. sort of slog and you're standing up and you're moving the bike from side to side. And you're like, it's just, it's just a very natural thing. And this feels like that to me. This sort of just feels like that. Whereas I've never, I've never tried a spinning machine that feels like that. Like for some reason, they just feel stationary. Like it's, there's something about being able to do more with your hands and arms okay. with the bike, moving it from left and right. And so this this is this just has that real feeling of like moving your hands and arms and it, it, I don't know it, it's just perfect it's, it's just great. like the perfect sort of like uh, just like there's zero friction intense like there's there's zero um hitting you know what I mean like Impact. so it's like so for example when I when I used recently when I was doing the walking right I mean to get above one twenty was really hard. I mean, I had to walk super fast, and like you're not really stiff. Be... Walking is only meant for that. I mean, that, I'm practically Mark... strangling the dog. Walking <laughs> is like... not a cardio. It's not for cardio, really. It's unless like, you're 80. It's like really hard to get above 113, you know, or something like that. Like on on walking. Like if you look if you look at my walking charts that I had posted, like they were between 89 and 90, you know. But this thing, I mean, I'm on it, and like you know, five steps, and I'm I'm over you know 100 kind of thing. You know, but it's not too. It's not so hot. Like it feels. But even you can, though my you heart can set, rate is you up, can set the resistance, right? You can you can set the resistance, and it feels way less effort than walking. To I mean, I I know it is more effort, but it's because like the effort is split between your art, you know, upper body and your lower body, and so overall mm-hmm. that creates the more of a like a, a a muscle usage across your body, like a resistance usage. So, um, you know, you, but I'll tell you what, um, like I, you know how you say that you can't get your heart rate up, like it's hard for you to do that on elliptical compared to normal people. I said that. Uh, Yeah, you did. You, you, you're like, you're like, it's, you know, I've got to push really hard to get my heart rate up on elliptical. You said. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I do get my heart rate up pretty, I mean, I can get up to. And I'm really pushing up to 170 or so. I mean, that's like max. That's getting towards max for for so age the, range. Yeah. So the other so the other thing about the elliptical is like the the resistance is like in the forwards and the backwards with the legs, and it's like doing a sort of a larger arc. 
So it's like there's more in this weird um, sort of horizontal resistance. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say weird, but this has this sort of up and down resistance, which just, I don't know, it just feels more comfortable. Okay. Well, good. Well, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's great. So the most important thing, though, is that you're doing it every day. You're making a habit. Yes. That's the key. So you like it, great. You're 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 doing enough to make it a workout, and then the, and now you're doing it, doing it every day, right? And the, and the warning I had before is like, don't go too hard at first, and then you're like, oh god, it's so much work, and like I don't want to. It's like you want to make it so it start out. So it's like this is not that big a deal. Like I can do this, right? And so it, so you never feel like I can't do it. So if Georgie's like, well, tomorrow's busy, whatever. I got. He's like, that's fine. Yeah, I, I can just fit it in. I'll just do it in the morning. I'll do it in the night. I'll do it in the after. I'll do it right before lunch. Whatever. You can fit it in no matter what that's the key yeah yeah and so just something else that i mentioned in today's discord is you know in my 30s i used to be very fit and do a shitload of stuff like i Mm -hmm. was cycling an hour and a half a day i was gym three times a week whatever and so i really do like that feeling when your body is fit and exhausted and you kind of really sweat Mm -hmm. you know um and i haven't really been able to get back to that for i don't know like 10 i mean ever since i've known you you know ever since i've known well, it's you it's been more than 10 years i've been doing this podcast since 2009 i mean I, I'll, ne- I'll never forget that time when we went because i i thought i was fit because i used to be fit but then remember that time we went to that table th- yeah you you we got winded playing ping table pong, tennis a game of ping like, pong and, and you i was, was like i was like whoa that's i was like what the f- what the fuck like i used to i used to be like one and a half hours on a bike but anyway i've never like i guess computers was like the the end of that, you know, and I've never been able to get back onto the fitness horse, but I feel very hopeful about this machine, probably a little too enthusiastic. And I hope that I'm not putting a kibosh on it now by being so enthusiastic. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, yeah, there was, I, I did a few week workouts this week where I, I, I sweated. You, you know? sweated. <laughs> That's like, I that has not happened just for some sweats. Okay. <laughs> so that was nice. That was a good feeling. Um, did, please do not call it just no, sweats. Not. Justin's okay, Justin sweaty. <laughs> no, um. no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, yeah great. So, that, so, so that's really the update. Well, there's a path to true. There's a path to true cardio, and I've never, I haven't had that for ages. And I could, I can really imagine myself getting into that, you know, fully. Yeah, I mean, so I typically, you know, so the the one eighteen range or whatever. I mean, that's sort of like. I mean, like, I'm not telling you to do that now. But you'll want to work up to like, you know, I think when I, I'm like an average, my like zone two kind of average. Mine's kind of, zone two, it's a kind of a big argument. What is zone two? Whatever. But you want to make it so it's like difficult to have a conversation, but you can. Um, if you can have a comfortable conversation, you're not in zone two. Is kind of Peter Tia frames it. You see, yeah, I think it's, I think that it's zone three. Like, t- I think technically speaking, I'm supposed to be in zone three, not zone two, because zone two bit doesn't feel like anything. Yeah, so... I'm I'm usually in the uh, 130s, 140s when I'm cruising, and then when I'm pushing it, I get yeah. up to the 150s and 160s. So, um, yeah, you but you don't don't you have to do it the there next. You, go. you don't have to do it like next week or two. You well, just, I was in 130. I was doing. I was in the 130s for 20 minutes yeah. today, and that felt really good. And then I pushed it up to like the 140s for the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you to, just so play, right now. Just make it a habit. Play around with it get your body used to it you know when you feel like doing more do more and eventually you know whether it's three or four weeks or 
three months from now, you're gonna be like, okay, I need to, I need to level this thing up more because you're just, it just becomes easier and you just get bored. And you're like, all right, like it goes faster for me. It goes faster to do intervals than it is to just do the same thing. I like, I do what I do is I do five minutes where every minute I'll do one, I'll do like thirty seconds at level ten. Then I'll do a minute at level 12 and then a minute, minute and a half at level 14. And then I'll do two minutes at level 16, for instance. And I'll do that. That's five, five minutes. And I'll do those five minute sets over and over again on one machine. So it just keeps it. If I would just sit there one level the whole time, I'm just like, oh, this is boring. But like, but for the, but you'll, but you had said for the moment, I should just sort of stick with uh, something general before I move into HIT. More than, should I do the hit? Look, what, Once a week? I think I don't don't go crazy. I mean, the last thing you yeah. want to do, we 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 know what your tendency is to do to overestimate or underestimate what effect doing some kind of exercise is going to have on your That's body. That's because I used to do yeah, so you're not, much. Dude. You're 54. You got diabetes. <laughs> chill the fuck out. Like, dude, just take it easy. You know, I mean, like all you got to do is make it a daily habit. Do a minimum of 20 minutes. You know, if you're doing 30 minutes, that's great. Just get in there. You know, if you're like, yeah, feel, I'm feeling pumped today, you know, do some, do more intervals. Just pump it up. You don't have to go like nuts, but just get it up to the 130s for a while. Just, just do that. You know, don't, don't, don't stress. Just make it a, just make it a, a habit. That's all that matters. And then, um, the, then you want to start, um, you know, doing some dumbbell work. You know, now, uh, yeah, I found a, a, a like a, a beginner's a YouTube video, 20 minutes, um, uh, general body strength with dumbbells there's a million of those try that there's a million of those pick one you like um you could do it um there's different ways so you could do it every day and you're kind of alternating upper body lower body upper body lower body kind of thing like monday wednesday friday is lower tuesday thursday saturday is upper and you do three to four exercises or something or five whatever you just you just rotate through them and it takes you 15 20 minutes and um or you could say i just i alternate to cardio and then on monday wednesday friday and tuesday thursday saturday i do uh i do my entire full body a dumbbell kind of depends on what you like to do um i you know um I do cardio. I've discovered that I do not lose weight unless I do cardio. I just don't. I just it's like it stalls out really fast. And um uh everybody's different, so it's like, you know, uh I want to do cardio every like every day and and unless I'm really feeling like I w- I would super exhausted uh, here, here. because it 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 just feels like it's revving up the engine. It just it literally feels good to do then, it. Then you, you should know. absolutely do it. Um what I would normally do is my, my normal pattern for a while, I would do 10 minutes of cardio and then I would go lift and I, I live six <laughs> days. I would live six days a week. And, um, and then, um, and then after I do my lift, I'd do my three or four exercises, whatever I was doing. Although leg days, leg days are so big that I hardly do any cardio because it's like an hour, 20 minutes of just brutality. <laughs> but then I, <laughs> anyway, so my normal upper body days, I would, after I do, then I'd go and I do three or I do three, 50 to five, 450 more calories. Another, let's call it another half hour of cardio. Okay. Um, what I just started doing recently, which I kind of like is I will split, I will go 150 calories of cardio and I'll do a lifting exercise, then another 150 calories of cardio, then a lifting exercise. What you don't have to hundred You say, okay, well I do, um, do some dumbbells, 10 minutes of cardio, dumbbells, 10 minutes of cardio, dumbbells, 10 minutes of cardio, done. And when you break it up at 10 minutes, it goes so fast. 
I mean, 10 minutes mm-hmm. is like nothing. And you can get through some sets of intervals if you want to do intervals or you just whatever. But it's like, you know, if, especially if you're doing dumbbells every day, you probably, and you're kind of alternating upper and lower, whatever you're doing, like three or four exercises, you know, you can cycle through those fast. And that's just, I, I just, I've decided I really like that because I can do, you know, some the cardio sometimes it gets beyond like 400, 500 calories. You're just like, oh my God, I just want to be done. But, when it's when it, when I'm when I'm spacing it out, inter interleaving them, it's just uh, it's my new habit. Are you still uh, walking? Yeah, um, I don't. I cut my walks to the gym out on a lot of days because um, when I walk, I don't really have enough time to do as much cardio, and so I was trading cardio time for walking. And that's not a good trade. And I thought it was a better trade until all that BBC article that said, "Yo, dog, I don't think you're getting as many calories as your Fitbit's telling you walking." <laughs> You know, and I was like, mm. yeah, that, 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 uh, that, that tracks because I'm not losing weight like I should be. And then when I said, all right, well, I'm just going to drive to the gym. I, although I park as far away in the parking gate as possible. So I still try and get as much walking as I can, but I, I buy myself by not walking, I buy myself 20 minute walk each way. And so now I have plenty of time to do 600, 650 calories of cardio on top of the lifting. And, um, so where are you at? Yeah, things are going well. Um, I hit a new low today on 192.4, which I, I posted on the Discord. I hit 193.4 after pizza night, and then I dropped another pound. So, make about to make a about to make a play on 190. Got to break the. If I, I haven't seen the 180s in a long time, I mean, I think I saw the one. I, I don't know if I if I might have barely broken 190 back in 2019 when I was wearing the trainer, but. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I I really need to get to the uh, mid low one eighties to really. What do you attribute it to now? Like, what specifically is the thing? Okay, so that you're the things I change now. I change is I as I crank up the cardio. I'm going for I'm, I'm going from three hundred and fifty car- calories on the to six hundred fifty. So I've done more cardio, and um, I have mostly stopped my cheat day the last two weeks. So I was already making hmm. progress, but then I was like, I had a cheat day a couple weekends ago when I went to uh, Early's gymnastics competition. You know, Izzy and I went out and got burgers and then I got some tacos and then, you know, whatever. Yeah, ate a ton of food. And I felt like it just killed the week. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't get ahead. And um, I was able to do it for a long time, but I was just like, you know, I, I am not losing weight it was as consistently or as predictably as I had in the past. And it's extremely frustrating. And so I just, I have to like throw the kitchen sink at this thing. So crank up the, get rid of uh, cardio, uh, get rid of cheat day, only have like a cheat Sunday night dinner. And, um, and, oh, and I'm working out uh, seven days a week. I'm not. So normally a Sunday, I would not do shit. I mean, I would like just watch football I would eat like three bowls of Wheaties for breakfast, three giant heaping bowls of cereal. I'd out get Chipotle or Baja Fresh for lunch of giant burritos or something, you know, ice cream, donuts for lunch. I would really and uh, lean into it. And I didn't do any exercise. And uh, one thing I've noticed about yeah. when I don't work out, I tend to eat more. 
It's really yeah. hard. When I work out, I eat less. It it, it has a it 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 it, it, it um, suppresses my appetite. It's like a virtuous cycle kind of thing. Yeah, which is something I've always said before. It's like you work once you start working out, then you were like, well, I just worked out. I'm not going to eat all that crap. And then and then you're like, hey, I've been eating really well. I'm going to keep my workout going. Like, yeah, it's this virtuous cycle. So um, I was like, even though my body could, you could say, hey, you know, maybe you're doing too much. It's like if I if I don't if I just if I stay at home and I'm not working out. I'm still going to, I may not have an all out cheat, but I'll still eat more than I should. I was always a little bit suspicious of a cheat day, especially the way that you described the amount that you ate. Well, it worked for a while. I mean, but you know, what they're yeah. saying is that what got you here ain't going to get you there. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, it's yeah. like, you, you know, you do stuff for a while and eventually your body's, you got to, you got to do more. And, um, you know, I made a lot of progress doing it and I'm just like, you know, I don't care if it's harder. I want to get down to, you know, 12, 13% body fat. Like, I don't, I mean, I'll do what it takes. And so I'm like willing to work out harder. But the thing is, I like going to the gym. I like training. I like lifting weights. I feel good. So it's not like, it's not like I go, oh, I gotta go to the gym. It's like, I like it. And so what I do now is um, I lift th- as I do the um, lower body push, pull, and then I do a cardio, just a cardio day, and then I cycle through it again. And I just do it, just roll over continuously. Yeah. So okay. um, just a couple other updates. So so yeah, weight loss is, I'm at a, I'm at a low, um, that's just, which is great. Um, I'm getting stronger across the board, um, hit, hitting some new, hitting, making PRs and a lot of things. Um, but the one the most important one is that single leg press, which I know sounds really weird because people are like, well, single leg press, like, well, <laughs> but I'm doing that right now. Kind of an experiment to see how it affects my vertical compared to say like doing a back squat or deadlift, which is sort of like normally when they say, look, you got to get strong. You got to be able to put force into the ground if you want to throw your body in the air. Okay. It's as simple as that. And um, the research has shown, it's like, it doesn't really matter what, exercise you where you do a leg press or back squat or a front squat or whatever, but you've got to be doing maximal force, whether it's bilateral using both legs or unilateral, like a single leg press or Bulgarian split squat. And I said, you know, I'm just going to do, I'm going to ride this for a while. I'm going to see, because I'm really curious. Um, Because doing a back squat, I mean, that stuff works, but that's a big pain in the ass because you got to make sure no one's on the squat rack and there's a, there's always people on one rack or another. And then you got to do lots of warm. I mean, it just takes like 30 minutes just to kind of get through it. Whereas you can hop on the leg press machine and then I can get that done in 10, right? Even when I'm like really pushing it. So it's like much more efficient. Um, and, and there's like zero risk to like your back or anything, you know, I mean, if you know what you're doing, you probably shouldn't hurt yourself with the back squat, but there is always that risk there. So um, anyway, the single leg press, the thing that was interesting is I started out with, I could do a set of eight of 70 pounds, which I know sounds really lame, but I could already max out the entire leg press with both legs, 390 pounds for 15 reps. That's why I had to do single leg. But you know, what's interesting mm-hmm. is they have something that's called the bilateral deficit, which meaning that you're, if whatever you can do with your both legs, it's half I mean, you, you, you sh- it's, it's less than twice what you do with a single leg. That's a known physical thing, except the sum is greater than the parts. Right. But so it's like, if so, you can, if yeah. you can, if you can squat 300 pounds or leg press, let's say th- leg press 300 pounds of both legs, you should probably be able to, it with each leg do, I don't know, 160, but mine's the opposite. I could do 390 for 15 
and then when I switched for single leg, I could do 70 with one leg. I mean, I mean, for a set eight, I mean, it was like hard. It was like really hard. So I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, it had two reconstructive knee surgery. Both my knees are reconstructed, so maybe there's some stability thing that played into it. I don't know. But anyway, I started at 70 for eight. Now I'm up to uh, the one, just did 145. We have to 150. So it's climbing. And how long? I mean, you know. I have I I've, I'm embarrassed to say I don't track this stuff like I'm supposed to. I, you're supposed to like have a log. I'm really lazy. Um, but like two weeks. No, week? I've been going up almost five pounds every single workout. Which and that's every day. No, le, no, every four days I do a leg workout. Every four days, okay. But because um, I think around like the holidays when I I think it was like 110 or 100 100 pounds, maybe 100 pounds, and now like mm-hmm. 150. So it'll be really interesting to see how this impacts my when I retest my vertical jump, which is, of course, that one of the key things. And um, you gonna say something? When you when you test your vertical, you're gonna do your full ATG stretching, right? Before you try and do the jump. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm doing a ton of the mobility stuff. So I've been doing those, those ATG split squats. I do. I can do with 20 pound dumbbells all the way now. Um, so my mobility is increasing a lot. Oh, here's the thing. So, you know, I've been doing that back program. I paid $6,000 for yeah. that oh, yeah, six-month yeah, program. Yeah, 6000 yeah. So it is helping my back. And there is, a, there is a noticeable difference. But here's one thing that's interesting. So one thing, I, every week I have to take three photos of myself. One where I'm standing up and leaning, like arching my back as much as I can, right? The other yeah. was I, I have to sit down in a squat. And the third is I have to bend over, keep my knees straight, and touch my toes as far as down as I can. Hmm. And the first week, yeah. Sandy was choking. Like, one of them, like, arching my back. She said, it looks like you're just standing straight up. <laughs> it's like, no, arching. I'm like, I'm arching as much as I can. I'm just, like, straight up. Um, That's the same But with me. when I tried to bend over and touch my toes, I was eight inches from the ground. Same I mean, with it's me. been that way for a while. I can't, I can't even come close to touching the ground. Now I can make turn my I can t- make my my hands into fists and I can touch touch my fist to the ground, without no. even like warming up. I can do it right now. No problem. Okay. What 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 do they do? Like what is the? It's a different. What is the exercise? They're just different sets of exercises. I mean the the one thing that I would say. So if I said if I said that's insane. If I said there's one exercise that but see there could be an attribution error because there's you know I've been rotating through different exercises every week. My exercises change. You know, so I have like a, there's like this app and there's like a website and here are the five exercises I do and I do these once a day and I do these three times I do and I do these every three hours or whatever. And they're usually easy and it takes me like, you know, they take like a minute to do each one or 30 seconds or it's not a big deal. Um, but I just kind of have to like, did this at this time, did this. And then he updates it every week. Um, the one, you know, I don't want to like give away their entire program, but the one exercise that I think might be making the biggest difference is, um, arching your back. So what I would do is I lie, imagine yourself lie down on the floor like in a push-up push, push position, okay? With your hands kind of where there'd be push-ups, but lie flat down with like your faces on the ground, okay? Like a cobra. I don't know what you're talking about. Like a, that's a yoga right. cobra, so and, you do so that. So then you, you push put, your hands you up, and you, look but you, t- you push up in your full push-up position, but you keep your pelvis pinned to the floor. Do you look up? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you look up. But you don't, you're not purposely trying to look. That's not the goal. The goal is to just push up and to create a big arch in your back. And I do a set of 10 yeah, of those. That's, the that's it. I think, yeah. I think that I, th- I believe, I believe that because, because I totally put my back out um, when, like, in the younger days. 
and um, went to Cairo and they showed me that, that uh, sort of the Cobra, the Cobra thing and said, do this every day. And it totally fixed my back. Yeah. So I started out so. doing it well, once every three hours, set of 10. I do a set of 10 every two hours. And um, I'm asked, what I'm supposed to do is every two hours all day long. Yeah, I mean, it takes 30 seconds or 45. Not a big deal, right? So every two hours, you're down on the ground doing Well, that. I have a mat right behind me. So I drive down and I go, it's like, oh, I could jump down one, two, three. I mean, it's nothing, right? Um, okay. And, um, Jesus. And, but it feels good because you're sitting, I'm sitting in the damn chair. So it's like, get up and just do a stretch or two, right? And man, if you were, if you were like working in like a cubicle office, like an open office, like Jason's doing his like, He's doing his Cobra again. Yeah, well, good thing I don't work in office, I guess. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because I have like one of those, I don't, know, I don't know if it's like a yoga mat or one of those soft mats that I can, you know, do yeah. just drop down on the floor behind me. But um, I don't really, no, but I was just surprised at like that, that they recommend that amount because like, I guess I was expecting it. Okay, once a week you do 10 of those, but no, they're they're saying like, Every two hours. See, most of the things I you, most of the most exercises would be like do this uh, once a day or do this once in the morning, and once at night. But this was the one you, you, that it was every three hours, and now it's every two hours. Um, and because I think the thing what they say is that you know we spend most of our days in a when you're so you're either in flexion or extension, right? And when you we're mm. we're spending most of our day in flexion, where and that mm, compresses. Yeah the the uh the discs or whatever the the spine so it kind of counteracts the fact that we're sitting like that all damn day right and it's like mm, if you want yeah. to take the pressure off the nerve or the disc or whatever the hell like just do the just kind of do the opposite for a while and um mm. you know it's funny because those leg those touching the floor like before i i had tried to do it but whenever i would do it it would make my back so stiff i'd walk around like an old man for like a few minutes but like oh God, you know, they were like kind of clinch mm. up. It's like, oh, this didn't feel good. There's no way I could touch the ground. And uh, I was talking to my buddy, Chen, who's, you know, he does all this kind of mobility crap. And he's like, oh, it's no big deal. You did this. I'm like, dude, wait, I can't even, I can't even tie my shoe. But it's all connected. So so once you fix the back, then you can fix that other thing. Yeah, everything is, well, the back was my main thing. How long do you like hold it, hold the pose? I did, well, so the first step was you just go up. You don't hold it at all. It was reps, ten reps. There's no holding a pose. Oh, okay. And then, um, okay. And most of these things are not holds; they're um, just rep repetitions. Do seven repetitions of this, five repetitions of this. So I have some stuff now that I'm working on, like my hip mobility, because my hip. One thing I realized is my hip mobility is shite, and it was like, like he's like, oh, does hip mobility thing, and I was just trying to do. It. I was like, oh god, <laughs> like this is not good, Jeez. and which explains why I strained my adductor, which is kind of in that groin kind of area. Mm. Back in 2014 and then in 2019 doing squats because I have some like different sides have different ranges of motion and are not and really tight. And I'm like, this is bad. So um, I'm doing those. Well, you know, I actually do a little more. And he says, let's well, see, do it twice a day. And I'm like, I'll do it like three times a day. <laughs> or be like, do five That's reps. Cool. And I'm like, I can do, I can do ten of these. I'm like, let's let's go. Like, I'm, I'm you know, I mean, of course. they start things out easy, but they have a range of like how athletic and physical people are. And I'm like, I, you know, this is not a big deal for me. Like there's one is like, this is a really hard one. And I'm like, this is not hard at all for me. Like, this is like, whatever. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, it's, 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 it's making a difference. I mean, so, you know, that uh, ATG stuff totally, totally unlocked my knees and my, and my groin area and then 
I mean, this is just, uh, it's a kind of amazing, actually. It really is amazing. So, Project Superhero, I'm about to hit Project Zero, unlock Project Superhero level one. I think when I get down, mm-hmm. I think that's, and I get to like 185, and I can grab the rim. That's that's level one. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty damn good. I mean, I can already have like you see, my stomach muscles are showing. You know, well, it depends on the angle. Probably mm-hmm. you're looking at, <laughs> but it's getting there. My waist yeah. is down to thirty three and a half from thirty nine. That's I mean, great. My huh? heart rate's down to fifty seven. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, so the. I've been thinking about this too. Is the having this project super having the goal to dunk and then having the goal to create seventy five thousand monthly revenue? It's really nice having these two kind of goals. And like you know, it's kind of. I mean, I just focus. I think about them all the time. Like they're always front of my mind. They always they keep me on yes. target. Have a very specific. That's what Musk says. Be a very. That's one of Musk's key key management principles. He's like. Find the find the the K, the KPI and we'll just focus. Yeah, on Yeah, it. it's like, but it's got to be it's got to be specific and concrete. Kids like, why would you got to lose weight? How much weight? Well, you know, no, how much weight? Like how what you know? And cause I, I had a little bit of a, of a debate with uh, Phil on the other day. He was like, so he said something. That's about Math Academy and this and that. And he's like, so what are your plans or goal? And I said, well, this is the goal. And he's like, well, what's the plan? And I said, well, we're working on the plan. And he's like, so. Phil is much more like process oriented and I'll be like, so what are you doing? He's yeah. like, well, you know, I just like to commit to the process. Like, I don't like to, he, he, he doesn't, he finds, you know, I mean, I've known him for a long time and he's like, he always says, well, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. Right. Which is a reasonable mm-hmm. thing. He, yeah. like, we all have to manage our own psychologies. Right. And there's certain things that work for certain people. And I mean, not work as well for other people. I think he finds very specific goals I mean, that's not always true of him because there's been other cases where it hasn't been that, but it's, it's kind of stressful. He's like, I just want to just enjoy the process. I'm like, when I just say do a process and there's no goal, it's easy to just kind of fall off, fall off the wagon. I need, yeah. I need a target. And if you have a target, you will create a plan and you care about that target. You will create a plan to get that target. Cause his, his argument was like, well, you can't plan. I'm like, of course I have a plan. Of course I have a plan. You know, like the plan for Math Academy, we're working on the for we're, we're fine tuning the plan for Matt for Project Superhero. It's you know I'm continually evolving it, but I I absolutely have a plan, and uh, I think I think you know the best it's the best when you when you have the t- you work backwards from the goal and then you create the plan and then you continue to evolve the plan if it's not getting to where it's fast to where you want to go right. It's like okay, I need to need to need to make adjustments. So how close are we to the seventy five? Uh, revenue, well, I think, think I mentioned, I think we're at 30, what Sandy wrote down on the sticky note she handed me. So 36K. So, oh, yeah, so yeah. So we're 36, just uh, yeah. halfway, just about halfway. 30, 37.5 would be uh, halfway. So that would, now, you know, this is a big pop. So we'll see. But, you know, there's a lot, the whole year to go. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm great. excited. I think, uh, I mean, I have to tell you, like, I'm feeling really good about life right now. Like, <laughs> feel like I mean it's yeah, I'm feeling really good. Math Academy is moving along. We're 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 I think as a company we're really doing well, and um, we're on target. And uh, Matt and Project Superhero. I mean, I f- I do feel like I mean, as Izzy, she's like you're. It's like you're de aging. <laughs> I'm like damn right, you know, because she was like <laughs> you know, she was just kind of remarking on how 
different I look. You know, there's one of my favorite sayings is that uh, life is is uh, making progress on a project. I mean, on a, happiness is is making um, progress on a project. That's that's what causes true happiness. Yeah. And another, another version of it is you find a happy person, you'll find a project. Um, and it's uh, it's like. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. So people people will make like New Year's resolutions, and I think it's like got to be more specific. Got to make a New Year's goal. You know, it's like mm-hmm. come up with a target and then just really work, that you that you care about, and then really work towards it because it's so damn satisfying. I mean, sometimes it's frustrating. You're like, ah, I'm not losing weight fast enough, and then you adjust and figure or whatever it is. And the more specific, more concrete, and the more you commit to it, I mean, it just uh, makes life. It's, it's really fulfilling and it really puts you in a great state of mental state. And then, then it, and it sort of compounds and makes everything feel like it, it gets possible. That's great. So, man. And, That's and great. I, you know, you know, you, you, you made some good, really good progress in the past year with your, uh, getting some of your weight down and, you know, getting your glucose. I'm ready for the next level. You know, I'm ready for, I, so I want to just start pushing on this cardio stuff. And um, I'm going to bring in the the, the dumbbell stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, and I, I would I would yeah. um, I've my recommendation think really hard about a a very specific target body fat percentage goal weight goal whatever something that's achievable but going to be a challenge going to be a big challenge. Well, that's something that um, I mean I have been uh, reviewing the coach uh, Viva stuff, and that's something that they really have nailed home to me. It's not weight so much as. Um, as like body fat. Yeah, well, that's right. Body fat is the target. I mean, the reality yeah. is you're going to have to so lose I a think... lot of weight. But the problem is when people lose muscle when they're losing fat, like that's a bad trade-off. And that's the thing I was worried about for you is with the Azempic, it's like... No, they've they've really convinced me about that. Like they've shown... There's just, just a lot of examples of people who weigh the same weight and they're like, what? That person looks fat. That person looks completely fit. And, they're the same, and it's the same person. Yeah. Like, so they show the progression of that one person mm-hmm. from like you know, doing the fitness program yeah. and then becoming like, wow. Right. Yeah. And then, and yeah. And the so, other thing about it is, dude, you do not want to be losing a bunch of muscle in your fifties. You need to be no, building. Right. This is the final call. You need to be building it up now. Yeah. Um, because yeah. once you get to your, when, I mean, your sixties, you still, but you can still put on muscle, but it gets harder and harder. And then, you know, you're probably not. And then, but seventies, it starts to go away. So you need to, well, you know, mentioning that, talking about that, I felt like being on the, on the, 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 the Bowflex Max today, my my legs felt like almost like the muscles were like filling up with muscle. <laughs> Don't know how to describe that, but it's like they felt so much stronger than they did like a week ago. Well, yeah, know, you're or, adapting. Or I mean, you are ago. as exercising. I mean, you're not building muscle doing that, but you're, you. I know. mean. They feel like they're sort of rehydrating with strength or something. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, well, your body's your body's adapting. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a new stimulus, and your yeah. body hasn't you haven't done anything yeah. for a while. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so but you really will you you know they probably recommending keep your protein high, right? Well, talking about keeping protein high, another gift from Gabe, um, who posted in Project Superhero that he's like. This this shake is so great, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so I I bought I bought it, and it's like ready made, and it is so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much, and and you know I feel really bad because Joe had recommended something, and I tried it, and I was like, oh my god, I really don't like this. But Joe's like, wait, what's wrong with you, dude? Like this is fine, and I'm like, 
it tastes like chalk. Like what? <laughs> but you know, he he really likes. I mean, it. it's all about finding but one you this... like. Like I love my my chocolate protein shake. I love it. And uh, Sandy's like, oh my. I mean, she would taste it one time, and she's like, oh my god. I'm like, really? You don't like it? And she's like, ugh. This know. is like 42 grams. Um, and it just it just goes down so easy. Yeah, so it's, so we really have good. like a couple of those today. Then I mean, you don't want to be living off protein shakes, but if you're like, it's hard to get enough protein, yeah. it, you know, sometimes in a normal diet. But if you had like two of those a day and you get 80 grams of protein, and it's probably not that many calories, and it, it makes the rest of the day a little easier to manage. Do you do it directly after workout, or do you leave some like half an hour? Gap? No, I don't. I don't really plan it out, timed around. I, I, I don't. It, it, there's been some more research recently, so it doesn't really matter when you do it. Um, protein, like you can, okay. you know, it's like you know, please, oh, you got to space it out, and your body can like absorb so much. That turns out that doesn't seem to be scientifically valid. Um, I I have um, I have a protein shake around noon because I don't I don't go eat lunch till two, so it kind of gives me when I start getting a little hungry, it buys me some more time and I like to have a late lunch because then it doesn't there's not a lot of time between when I finish eating lunch and I go work out so there's less time to get hungry before workout and I'll have a protein bar before I get workout so my protein shake is only 100 calories and it's like 30 grams and then I have one at uh, right before I go to bed because I'm usually starting to get hungry again because my dinners are usually on the smaller side and it keeps me from eating like a snack or something so I have two a day it's a this is this one's called core power 42 grams. How many calories is it? Um, it's uh, 230. Wow. Um, that's a lot of calories, dude. The, well, do you hear 460 calories? So mine is mine is uh, 110 calories, I think, 30 grams per day. Well, I wasn't going to have two a oh, day, yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, I was just going to have one, but uh, maybe they do a smaller one. I don't know. Well, Yeah. I mean, if it's like, but you you're watching your calories anyway, right? So as long as it fits into your calorie yeah. budget, then fine. Yeah, and I think I think I might switch it out for like my morning kind of coffee thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I'll do so I'll try and do workout in the morning, then drink this thing, and then get on with the rest of the day, and then have a shower. But anyway, okay, shows. Let's talk okay. about shows. Let's talk about shows because we we're, we're already over mm-hmm. time. Um, I've got my my quick recommendation. Well, I don't know if I would say it's a recommendation. I just say is. It's a thing I watched. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Louder Milk. You know, it's, it's funny. Sandy's this, been watching that. Yeah. Just this this grumpy guy who's he's kind of like a good looking Walter Matthau. Mm-hmm. Right? He's got that droopy dog like, kind of thing. It, deputy dog. He's, he's got that droopy dog face, but he's but he's just always grumpy and and pissed off, and he's just like mean to mm-hmm. everyone. And um, but it's quite good. It's it's good. It's good. you know, it hits some good points. It's, He's a like an ex like a recovering alcoholic, and he runs an alcoholic group, and yeah, there's 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 drama. Yeah, Sandy watches. She says it's, it's good, good, but it's not great. That's that's yeah, what I said. Like, she's like, exactly it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's she's yeah. watched the first few seasons or something. I I'll catch it when I walk in there, and she's watching it, and I'm like putting on my shoes to go work out or something, and I'll like watch it for three minutes or something. I mean, I'd give it a five point five. That's low out of ten. That is 10. low. I mean, usually anything under a six well, uh, is like an almost unwatchable. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a five. I, like I think it. it's like no, a I mean, six three. Okay, maybe I give it like a six three. No, six, two. I wouldn't. Six, I wouldn't go above six. six. Okay. It's a six. <laughs> like a six is kind of worth watching to me. I mean, because I've got an addictive personality, so mm-hmm. like anything above five, and I probably will see it through. <laughs> Especially but, if it's like uh, a, yeah. it's a high school drama or something, Versity Blues or whatever. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's not as good as The Good Wife, for example. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yeah. That it? Anything else? Anything All right, else? come on. No, that no, that's it. You? you know, we haven't. I don't think we have watched any series. We watched the documentary on Barry Sanders, who's the football player who just it was this amazing running back. I I consider him the best running back of all time, and he just like walked away from the game after his ninth season without even he was in his prime. That was a pretty good um, documentary on uh, Amazon Prime. We just watched watching a documentary on A and M Records. I think it's also I don't know if it's Netflix or Amazon. Um, oh, I watched one. I watched a pretty good one on Netflix called Robots That Kill. Uh, using basically the AI that's getting into uh, into uh, military stuff, you know, and, and the big debate around like, you know, can ro- should robots be able to kill people without a human actually giving it okay, you know, that kind of stuff. And a lot of robot AI ethicists are like, you know, oh my God, like we need to have a UN resolution against this. But the the U.S. and the and and, and Russia, for instance, are, are like they're like fuck that. We're not signing anything. We're of not course. Signing anything. So it's like it's a bunch of like hand wringing, but the U.S. military doesn't care what you think, and it's like, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. And and you know that's going to happen. You know, because there was like, of course, um, yeah. you know, they were had like one of these top like uh, fighter jet pilots who was from like the the Air Force's equivalent of Top Gun, and they had him compete against in a simulator against a um, an AI thing, and the AI just totally destroyed him. Like he didn't win a single dogfight. Like it was like ten o, like the guy didn't have a chance, and. I mean, how could he? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen that with like, you know, AlphaGo. We've seen that with AlphaStar and StarCraft. I mean, these things are just they're they're all they're going to be humans at all these things and war planning, managing battles. So they'll, they'll be able to outgeneral any general. They'll be able to, you know, you'll have all these swarms of these like drone drones that can just go around and see through everything with radar and different things. You know, um, Stargate had an episode about this. Mm-hmm. Like, just they they went to a planet and it was just. Two two uh, races just fighting each other with with just their tech, their drones, and there was really no one actually fighting. It was just the drones fighting. Yeah, each I other. think that's the inevitable outcome because um, the the thing about you won't be able to fight the robots. Will just the robots or the AI drones or whatever they are are just going to be so much um, more capable than a human that it's like why it's like putting a human a, 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 a human. Why would you send against a human the tank, into that? You know, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, it's just a pointless. You might as well just surrender. So the only shot is your tech against their tech, and if their tech wins, you lose. I mean, that's it. And so yeah. it'll eventually come to that. Whether that's thirty years or fifty years, that's the end. That's the that's the end, end result. It's just going to be tech. But it it part of the reason we get sooner. Not only will the stuff show better, but it's like one of the things that keeps countries or you know um, from maybe being more mil- militaristic is the political um, resistance to wanting to, you know, to lose their own people in war. But I feel like we're yeah. not losing anybody and they can just, you know, they, they, there's some people say, Oh, you know, this is unfair that we're attacking this country, but you know, the, the mainstream media, they always spin, they can always spin it that way we're attacking us or we're just protecting ourselves in some way. And uh, the military, we don't have to worry about the political cost of, you know, thousands of men being killed of our men being killed and all the pushback from that. But it's it really does. It, it's almost like a game. Then it's more like a game than it's actual. A, it's real a sim- life well, it's a simulation. It'll be like a, no it'll be like killed. a simulation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it already is kind of like that. You know, I mean, you, you see like the those, those predator drones go around and they just like bomb people in war zones, and it's just like this camera. It just seems very surreal. No, but people actually die in those situations. Mm-hmm. But if if it's just 
if it's just robot on robot, then it really is like. But then, game. but then, what will happen is it won't just be killing robots. It'll be attacking cities and in industrial centers and you know factories that make the robots and factory you know command centers and people will be killed, but your own people won't be killed. But it'd be much better at killing and not killing civilians. In theory, it'd be better in at theory. Like they'll they'll certainly a, say that. Yeah. Like smart bomb, they'll certainly tell you <laughs> yeah. that. They'll say, "Oh, well, you know, it's a minimal <laughs> yeah. castle up because we're really yeah." They'll certainly say that, and then later you'll find out we use we use Facebook facial recognition. Yeah, we can tell if you're a soldier. Yeah. Anyway, K- Killer Robots was uh, was good. One of the most eye opening ones was, you know, they have uh, about drug discovery. You know, like Alpha Fold and stuff. They're coming to these things that like the protein folding, and they've had this thing like um, there's a, I guess, some tool for for finding all the different possible. Um, drugs, virtual, you know, like a dr- virtual drug discovery it goes through all these permutations. Like these could be mm-hmm. drugs that could solve this, 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 and this. And the and the one guy, and there's these two like professors, and guys. What if we did the reverse? What if we found all things that were the most toxic? And they just ran it on a six year old Mac book, and like in one day it came with like forty thousand things, and they were like, I think, and a lot of them were like more toxic and more dangerous than like VX or something like the like the most toxic chemical and biological stuff we've come up with. Everybody's chemicals. And they were like, holy shit. And I was like, and this stuff would be available to people all around the world. So, Brave New World. Killer Robots. Check it out. Letters from the Dark Side. Oh, I was, one thing I've been watching that I would uh, I'd recommend... So I one thing I, I do to fall asleep. So Sandy got me this really bad habit of watching TV, falling asleep to background TV, and Sandy's yeah. brain just is spinning, so she has to. Um, and so years ago, I kind of had a habit. So it has to be something. I would watch all this old history, World War Two, World War One, Ancient Rome, whatever. And I just cycled through so many of those. I was like, I can't, I just can't keep watching these. I'm bored. Like I know I've seen every freaking documentary in the Nixon administration like seven times, you know, it's like, I, I know what happened. Um, the, uh, the, I've been watching a lot of these sort of space, um, ones like on the you know, what's beyond the Milky Way, exploring the Milky Way, exoplanets, you know, mm-hmm. supernova and stuff. And, uh, some really, really good, high quality ones high production value ones on youtube cosmo is one of the channels i like and it's like how is this some independent who's making this because it's like really high production value stuff amazing um cgi of like stars and pulsars and black holes and galaxies amazing anyway incredibly informative like I've really gotten my my space, you know, knowledge is getting crazy. Like, you want to know how many stars in the Milky Way? You want to know the closest galaxies? You want to know the closest stars? You want to know how light weirds they are? I I know. I got all this shit now. <laughs> you know, and I was doing, we were, we were driving home from, uh, we went to this art thing, I think I told you a couple weekends ago, we were driving home and we were playing a quiz game and I was just quizzing, them, okay, how many galaxies are there? And like everybody guess in the car. And they're like, a million. And I'm like, two trillion there are two trillion galaxies you know how many how many stars are in the milky way it's like well they don't know for sure but it's between 100 billion and uh, i think 400 billion stars just in the milky way and it's like well how is it you know how is it from one side to the other it's like a you know how many years how many how big is it it's like it's a hundred thousand light years the chances of life some form of life not existing is it really does well, seem stu- like, anybody who says it it's seems stupid, laughable. of course it exists and, and not only does it exist it, seems well, even to say it I mean, even talk about other galaxies even in our galaxy even in our neighborhood 
Yeah. I mean, they they said there's there's something yeah. like, I think I think it was I can't remember exactly. It was either hundred million, I think it was something hundred million to a billion exoplanets in the habitable zone in our galaxy. In the habitable zone, I mean, they have a lot of things going for them in terms of distance from the star, and you know all the things that make these things um, that would be uh, avail- you know po- could support life or whatever. I mean, it's like, of course, of course, there's life. There's life, you know. I think, I, I think, I think it's a really. Yeah. St- if you were a betting man, you do not want to bet against there being life. And you'd be like, well, we're really special. It only just happened here. It's like I, not with that many. No, chances. it's the, the, the law of eight large <laughs> numbers. Yeah. But anyway, so if you're like. Yeah. If you like space stuff and you're like, yeah, I used to watch that universe show all the time and it's all, you know, it's like, what? remember how we used to watch the, the wormhole? I always talk about that show years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But YouTube, now YouTube just has tons, because Cosmo is a really good one, Cosmo with a K. Um, but there's a bunch of other ones that are good too. I just can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember them all. There's a lot of very high quality I don't. I'm, stuff. I, I'm just really interested in what their business model is, but like how do they, or how, how, how they are creating the CGI for these things because they're, they're great. And Chris, I like I like to find I like the ones that has a, a guy with an English accent. For some reason, I can fall asleep to the English accent. I like giving oh, okay. the Cosmo guys getting. To, oh, that's the reason why yeah, you the, talk to me. Do you do you ever watch um, Veritasium on YouTube? I've seen that a few times. Yeah, he's 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 good. He's good. Yeah, he's a smart he's guy. Good. That's that's really high production value. Really interesting topics. Um, long form, mm-hmm. always all good. Yeah. Yeah. All anyway, right. I think that's I think that's all I got. I don't really have any other any big recommendations. All right, that's a wrap. We're up.